podcast. Today is March 9th, 2020. My name is Adam, and as always, joined by my good friend Logan. Hello. What up, man? How have you been the last few weeks? Uh, you know, kids movie came out, all kinds of fun stuff. So. Oh, yeah. A lot of crazy stuff happened since we've been gone. Uh, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. We've got giant heads stepping down. We have old, you know, really super high up popular industry people moving from one company to another. It's It's been freaking crazy. It really has. Uh, oh, yeah. And in a more serious note, like we've had a crazy, uh, what would you even call it? Um, a cold. Cold, yeah. Uh, go across the, the, the world. Um, it, it's insane. <laughs> it's Everybody insane. freaks out about this thing. This is not a plague. This is not a. This well, is not a zombie virus outbreak. There is. I'll, I'll. I will say this. Yes, this is serious. Yes, if you have health issues, this is a risk. But let's let's be fair and call this what it really is. It is a very intense cold, which well, is. It's, uh, it's, we got to be careful because I'm not. I'm not trying to I, undersell it. If you are, well, that, that's the thing. I feel yeah. like there's a lot of people that are underselling it. There's a lot of people that are overselling it. And there's no one in the middle yeah. that is saying that this is a very serious thing. Everyone that has in Florida that's been verified is dead now. So, like, it's 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 a serious thing. Not you everybody. don't want to give this to an elderly person. You don't want a child to get this. It is the flu on steroids. Um, but there's no one in the middle anymore. Right. Let's, uh, here's, here's my way of looking at these things, though. Remember when we had SARS and bird flu and swine flu and everything else that was a sickness that came from China that was going to cover the planet and kill everyone and cause the end of days? We're still here. Yes, they were bad. Yes, they are serious and they need to be taken seriously. And I am thoroughly thrilled that people have discovered that washing your hands is a good thing. Right. But... But when we're in a country where most people don't even have health insurance, you got to be concerned. When right. a flu can break you, this thing would literally put you in debt for a long, very long time. Yeah, so um, as a as a result, you just tough it out and go to work and right. you continue flipping burgers at McDonald's where a thousand and some odd people go every lunch. And that's how these things spread. Dude, it's crazy. Have you been like – it's – there's so – like I went driving the other day. Five o'clock traffic used to be nuts. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it, it, I'm in Orlando, so like the the statistic is usually thrown around that the city of Atlanta visits Orlando daily, which give or take thousands, right? Uh, but normally it's swamped. I've, the last few days I've been able to go at five o'clock, no problem anywhere. Like people are staying home. Um, I, I know a lot of big corporations are. Uh, if they can stay home, like for example, it was in the news this week that Nintendo let all of its uh, uh, Nintendo of America employees work at home if if it's possible. Uh, so sure. most Nintendo of America employees are working from home. Uh, Microsoft, Apple, all the big ones have all been like, nope, nope no one's coming into the office because they just don't want it to spread. Right, and because those people can work at home, you can't, you know, right. serve food or run a movie theater from home. Right. Oh, I, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I just think it's wild. Like it's it, I've <laughs> never seen anything like this. And it kind of makes you, you know, I've seen the memes, too. Like, I wish the world, the media and the government cared as much about global warming as they do about this. Yeah, something that's literally the end of the world. But, you know, and, and see, that's the thing is, I think maybe this it's because it's so like it's even though we can see global, we can see the effects of global warming. I don't know. Maybe it's just I don't get why people are so. Uh, 
blind because to that, but this, they're it, like, oh, well, all, we can see it. It's all in the presentation. It's all in presentation. Yeah. If if nobody had said a word about coronavirus, if ever, or if nobody had made it a panic, if they had just said, hey, you know what? There's a new strain of like a cold flu-like disease. Wash your hands more. Be on the lookout for it. If you're elderly or if you're immunocompromised, make sure you take extra care. You may want to consider staying home. Then this thing would have there, – there would not be a panic. There wouldn't well, the, be Purell the, 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 for 20 bucks a case on Amazon. Like – Right, right. Well, the, the 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 guy who was the whistleblower of this in China died because of it. The one that the one that tried to warn people, like this is a big thing. Of course, the government tried to cover it up. Uh, have you seen the videos of that city? Just a just complete wasteland because they're not allowed to go out. They haven't been able to leave their homes in two months. Yeah, you know they've shut down Italy too. It's insane. They closed it's so Italy. Crazy. It's just, and I, you know, I. <laughs> I really hope that the the that anybody that owes anybody any money for anything is given some kind of exemption for that. But that's not the world we live in. It's like, oh, you guys didn't go to work for two weeks. Why? Oh, your country closed. That's great. Um, you still owe us thousands of dollars. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the a lot of the uh, uh, you know, a lot of the tourism spots are have shut down. I yeah. know Disney's still going strong or whatever, but that's just going to be a petri dish. It's, it, it is, but it yeah. So is. you know, like like you should do. Make sure you guys are washing your hands. You're cleaning your butts. Uh, you know, you're you're drinking a lot of water. Uh, take your vitamins. Um, don't go to the store and buy every piece of toilet paper and Perel because people need that. Especially, you know, there's. There's people out there that are, you know, they're disabled and maybe they have a nurse where they have to have that stuff constantly. And when there's a shortage of that, it's really going to hurt the people who need that on a daily basis to live. Yeah. Uh, so you don't need six of them stashed in your pantry. Um, the the average, if 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 you are an average adult-ish human being, that like 16 to 65 age range. Wash your hands with warm water and soap. Don't yeah. sneeze on your fingers and don't touch every single surface you come in contact with. And odds are you're going to be fine. Right, right. So that being said, let's have some fun. <laughs> you know, we had to mention that, of course, because yeah. uh, it's it's a very serious thing. We well, just I mean, it's, it's shut sure down, what, is... South by Southwest? canceled their march dates uh oh e3 i i guarantee e3 is gonna cancel no no e3 they they issued a statement they're moving forward really yep how are they gonna move forward when everyone's backing out i i don't know i mean nobody was gonna be there to begin with but they were gonna go through with it anyway yeah i wonder how they're gonna do that i mean i know that uh didn't didn't the what's his face didn't he wait he 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 stepped down Jeff when Sony. Jeff Keeley, yeah, he was just it. It there was no his his. No. Oh no, not who we're no, talking I mean, about. So yes, Jeff Keeley stepped down. But I'm saying the the person who ran, ran E3 also stepped down because he was losing people. I I don't know. Maybe I'll find the article here. Probably because everybody's going. Hey, E3 needs to either evolve or die. Right. E3 as it is now cannot continue. It needs right. to change. I love E3. I have a genuine soft spot for E3, and I hope it bounces back. Yeah. I do, no question. But it has got to change. It has got to evolve. I don't know how. I don't I don't have an answer for them. 
but I, I, it, it needs to do something. I personally think it it needs to be smaller. Um, most of these places, because I, you know, I know Microsoft's going to be there, but technically, aren't they in a completely different building? And it's not, or is that that's EA that I'm thinking of? I'm not sure. I know what you're talking about. But... EA's at E3, but they're not at E3. They're not a part of the official E3. They have like their own like conference and building and everything else. It just happens that exact week. <laughs> they just happen to be there. That's, right. See, that's I hate. Yeah, I, I think as consumers, it's in, in the long run, if you're not going to E3, it's all going to be the same. Even if they don't go there, we're still going to get the drops online. We're still going to get all the information. It is good that all the information is going to be released that day, that week. Um, but you, like you said, it's kind of sad to see because uh, that's something that's been, what, 20, 25 years? How, many, how long has it been going? E3 has been around a long time. Yeah, it's been around a while, so it's sad to see it dying out. Um, I think it'll be back. I think they will. They will find a way, and they will. They will find a way to bring him back. I because I. I think if they're smart, they grab. They grab Jeff Keighley and say, "Come back and tell us how to make this better," like he did with the Game Awards. This... I'm curious to know more about why he stepped down because his his tweet was very much. It was odd. It, it was almost like he couldn't say something. He was like, I'm so, I don't know if we could find it real fast. I, it was really just more of a very professional, like, I don't want to blame anybody, but there are these other things out there that I want to pursue kind of thing. It was a very non-committal kind of tweet. I, I, for some reason I can't think of it, but I thought it was very odd. Um, the way he put it, I can't find the tweet though, so I'm not going to say it. Um, it, it was something about what they were doing he wasn't agreeing with. I don't know if I can find it. Uh, I'll, I'll see if I can if I can look it up here, real yeah. quick. Because I remember the the way I remember it was it was very much like I mean it was a very professional, like this is definitely a I don't want to beat anybody up over anything kind of tweet. Yeah, I wish I could just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me see. I think. What do you say? Uh, the tweet that he had was, "I made the difficult decision to decline to produce E3 Coliseum for the first time in 25 years, and I'll be participating in E3." I think E3 needs to become more digital and global. It's a brand that means a lot to people, but it shouldn't just be a show floor. Is that it? Is that why, why do I think there was more? When was this? When did he announce this? Uh, what was this? A month ago? About a month ago. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not sure why. Um, I thought it was more. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I can't find. I can't find the original one. Uh, but it was. I, I whatever reason when I read it, I thought it was a very odd way of saying. Uh, why I don't know. Just with the 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 mishaps, especially of last year, with leaking all the people's information, it's oh man. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know what they can do. Um, especially with Nintendo backing out years ago. Now we have Sony. The year they're launching their console, wanting nothing to do with it. Um, well, because everybody's everybody can afford to do their own thing now. I mean, Microsoft. Because I, re I remember back in the day when Microsoft did theirs, and nobody cared because everything was about E3. 
And so they folded in and they helped propel E3. And then it just became something that the, for whatever reason, it made more sense for these companies to go off and do their own thing. And it started with Nintendo, I think, with Nintendo Directs, with their treehouse and everything on their day instead of a press conference. And it worked out so well. I think the other companies looked at that and said it gave them more control over their presentation. They could do it on their own terms. It, was, it, it had to be more cost efficient. Certainly. Right. So I think it's it's just sort of become more and they can be more focused. They can have a an entire, you know, I mean, look at what Sony did at PSX. What was it two years ago when everything was themed? It wasn't the best like televised broadcast experience in the world. But as a concept, it was a really creative idea. And they couldn't have done that at E3. OK, so I, I found it. I found it. Okay. Uh, so he said, based on what's been communicated to me about the show, I just don't feel comfortable participating. That is an odd phrase. Yes. Yeah. Ke Keely told the this was it was an article that he told the post. Um, it wasn't the tweet. Uh, it's no secret that E3 needs to evolve, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, so that that's what I thought was very odd where he was like, he's not comfortable participating. And he never went into detail. And I know they went on. They, they, it also got my attention. I was they were talking about it on Giant Bomb about it. it was just, it's a very odd way to phrase it. Uh, and he never kind of followed up on it. Um, so it's yeah, I don't know. I, it's weird. It's an odd thing to happen. We we all know he has his own show, right? Uh, he he does the Game Awards. Yeah. And I don't know if maybe it has to do with the fact that he debuted the xbox the new xbox on that you know i'm sure e3 would have loved to held that off to when uh to to when they were doing it but it's i don't know that there's a like like you said there's these these companies have the capabilities of just kind of doing it themselves now and and and, and announcing it when they want to yeah um, didn't we didn't we see before that like e3 they want the the idea of it becoming more of like a uh a music festival, but with like games. I I hadn't seen that, but that makes sense. Yeah, um, it, not with music, of course, but more of like a festival. But instead of it being music, it's of games. Um, and it, I don't, I, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, yeah. So it, back in September, they they uh, announced or. Uh, ESA's plans were revealed to the pitch deck. So it was a pitch, essentially, okay. is to make it more like a festival uh, for a couple of days where fans from all over can join um, uh, in their love for video games. So, Interesting. Yeah. Maybe that's how you do it. Uh, it you kind of you do it kind of that week. Everyone else does their own announcements like Nintendo does. Yeah. But you have a big gathering place where people can come and play games and hopefully some of those uh developers, you know, would have the games there for them to play. I mean it'd be um, a way to do it. It it would be different. It has it's gotta evolve, it's gotta change. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. So of course we'll pay attention to that. Uh the closer it gets. Hopefully it doesn't get cancelled or pushed anymore. Um but you know we'll find we'll see. Um you know, stay clean. Wipe yep. your asses. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but some other big news. You want to take this right up here off the top? Yeah. So uh, we had known that Bob Iger over at uh, Disney was going to step down at the end of his contract. Like the, the contract that he signed with Disney was set to expire. I believe it was something like early next, like first quarter. Uh, no, it was the end of next year. It was the end of 2021. That was the end of his contract. 
And he had already said, like, that's going to be the end of his time as CEO, certainly, but also probably at Disney. Um, he announced a couple of weeks ago, no, he's he's retiring as CEO effective immediately. Just on their investors call that day was like, and by the way, I'm stepping down as CEO. Uh, and everybody just kind of went, um, what? <laughs> Excuse wow. us, time, time out here. You're you're what now? <laughs> um, he's he's going to be replaced by Bob Chappick. Chappick has been with Disney in some fashion or other since '93, so he has a history at Disney. He is the former president of uh, Walt Disney Studios Home Entertainment. If you hate the idea of the vault, that's his fault. Uh, was his that was one of his big things was and then it goes back in the vault forever kind of deal. Um. But it worked. That kind of scarcity, that kind of manufactured scarcity anyway, it made money. He was president of Disney Consumer Products. He was chairman of Walt Disney Parks and Resorts. And eventually they merged uh, parks and resorts and consumer products to one department when they consolidated. Um, I believe this was a couple of years ago. I think this was the big 2018 kind of restructuring that they did um, and he was head of that department as chairman of Disney Parks Experiences and Products uh, where of course his biggest contributions have been things like Galaxy's Edge uh, the um, oh help me out what else they've, they've built what else they've built uh, Pandora right yeah yeah um, um, that is at Animal Kingdom yeah. apparently it's breathtaking the, the Avengers Academy that they're mm -hmm. working on um, so he's no. he's overseeing a lot of that. He was also big with uh, Disneyland Shanghai, which has been a massive success. Yep. Um, back when he was working with the uh, when he was on the products side of things, he dealt more with licensing and a lot of home media, and was apparently one of the voices that was big on digital when it was starting to become a thing. He also led the charge for Blu-ray during the HD DVD Blu-ray. Uh, I, I hesitate to call it a war, because it really right. wasn't. Like, HD DVD was never going to win that. But Yeah, but I mean, there was a time where, you know, basically camps bought into one or the other. Yeah. And it was probably, what, six months? Yeah, it didn't last very long. No, no, no. And I, at that time, I had a uh, Xbox uh, and I I got an HD DVD player. I, I forgot what happened where I thought I was... Uh, there was some... Because there were some big movies that came out only on HD DVD. I, I like definitely King Kong that. or something. It may have been. It, I think it was cheaper for me to buy that player than to like, okay, I'm going to buy a PlayStation 3 as well as my Xbox. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. But, but that didn't last long. <laughs> no. No. So he's he's got quite a track record with Disney. Mm -hmm. Um. With with them investing so heavily in the parks side of things, yeah, and really really stepping things up, especially over the last what just decade or so, mm -hmm. um, and really revamping into that, I think th I think he's a good choice. Um, the 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 person who they thought was going to take over, whose name escapes me for the moment, but was basically mm. the Disney Plus architect. Okay. Uh, is going to continue to stay on kind of like in the in the uh number 2 role of sorts. Uh, 
And I can I I do not have his name. Oh, hold on. I have his name you got right him? here. Yeah, it is uh one second. It is GG Goofy Goof. Is his real name? Ah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I didn't know Goofy's real name, and I had to look it up. And that, that very is, funny, that very is. funny, very funny. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I I couldn't uh, find it. But his uh, I cannot. I and I am I am looking. I can't find it. Um, but he he will continue to stay on as the. Uh, in that he he's staying in his same role, which is to to oversee a a great number of things, including Disney Plus. But uh, so that's because that's going so successfully, and I imagine they're looking at this and saying, "Hey, you know, um, we're we're not gonna we're not gonna rock the boat on this here." Um, oh yeah, can we jump at the news just a little bit? Yeah, sure. Where are we going? Um. Do you know who's on the board of directors now for GameStop? Uh, yes, and uh, my body was not ready for this news. <laughs> That's crazy, right? I, hey, you know what, man? I They need help. They need help bad, so why That's not? Su- That's true. That's true. And uh, wait, who's his name? It's Reggie. What's Reggie, his last name? Reggie Fizami. Fizami. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it, it, it's one of those, hey, look, it, I, I don't think it's going to work. Um, if you're going to get anybody to kind of shepherd a company that has, uh, you know, the love of the gamers, it's going to be him, of course. Yeah. Um, but it's, man, I, I, I honestly think this is a she- uh, sinking ship at this point that their, their Reddit has gone crazy with employees talking about, uh, wanting to, uh, do a walkout of their stores. And it, it's one of those where the, the company is so you know they've lost all, almost all of their leadership. They're they're, they're closing stores by the droves. Um, I honestly think, that, unfortunately, that's just going to result in them just completely uh, firing everyone at the store who decides to do the walkout. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know what GameStop can do, and especially if man, it, everything's kind of being pushed back right now because of the coronavirus, and a lot of things are up in the air. Do you think? the systems would do you think this would impact the systems at all potentially we know that it's impacting sales of of techno of tech right because the factories in china a lot of them just they weren't open they weren't able to produce chips and a few other things um i would actually you know all the medical stuff please be careful with only buy what you need but if you were looking to buy tech right now I would say buy a computer. I would say go out and buy that iPad. Go out and buy that watch or whatever you're going to do because that industry could be affected and it's not going to hurt anybody if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, you're not going to hurt anybody if you decide, hey, I'm going to hold off. You know, Instead of holding off on buying that computer you were going to get, I'd probably do it now because we don't know what's going to happen. We, you know, we, 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 you know, we, we hope that it's – Oh, you know, after hopefully a year, it's it's not what it is, um, and it's and, and we're we're past it, and we all can look back and be like, oh wow, that was that was crazy. But if you were if you're on the fence about buying something like that, I would do it now before the price of graphics cards go up, processors, all that stuff, because that stuff can really be impacted, um, and that's not going to hurt anybody. You're not going to hurt anybody by going out and buying your computer now instead of October. 
Um, so I will say that. So if you're in the market for buying some tech, probably do it now. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I hope it doesn't impact the, 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 the push out of those consoles because, you know, I, I know some people who work at GameStop and I, God, that would just be, that would be the end of those stores. I think they're, they're all hoping and praying that that gives them a little enough to move on to, you know, uh, to, to keep going. But man, that would just be, that would be nuts. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Uh, hopefully we hear from him soon. You know, he, you know, he, he's great. Anytime he shows up, uh, he, he knows what to say. He know he knows what he's doing. He's a smart dude. Um, he got us, he didn't get his start, but like he was in what Domino's, right. Or he had something, I seem to remember him with Domino's at some point. Yes. Like there is a connection there. I don't know it off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, and I, I actually like Domino's. I know a lot of people give it shit, but, uh, I liked it when they did their revamp or whatever. Uh, and they came out with like whatever the new crust or whatever it is. I don't know, but I dig it. Um, so I don't know. I, I like, we all love him. Hopefully he can turn things around there. Um, you know, and, and, and fix the corporate structure that they have because it's, it's, it's not good right now. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see. Well, we will see what happens with that. Um, so I just kind of wanted to jump in the news there just for a second. Cause I, it, these big heads moving around. No, around, everybody. Yeah. Everybody bouncing yeah. around like that. Kevin Mayer is the name of the person I was looking for. He's oh, okay. Basically the the head of Disney streaming, more or less. Is that John Mayer's brother? Uh, no, because he's probably a decent human being. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Wait, what, is John Mayer? I don't know anything about John Mayer. I, not... I, I just don't like John Mayer. Oh, okay. I, he had like a song that I liked, but that's all I know about John Mayer. He, he had one song that everybody knows. That's... Right, right, right. He's right. he's had a fantastic career, and he has more talent than I'll ever have, so if I want to bag on him, I will. I don't care. Yeah, no, go, go ahead. I just thought that was curious. That's cool. Um, Cool. Um, All right, sorry about that. Sorry to derail us a little bit. Where were we? Okay, yeah, with Bob Iger Litz. Yeah. yeah, man, so we haven't we haven't talked really for a few weeks. Uh, what has the movies been like? What's what's going on? Uh, well, I gotta tell you, this was not really a big weekend. Uh, Onward only clocked in around 40 million for its opening, which is about on par with The Good Dinosaur, which nobody remembers. Let me ask you, you're, you're out there, I, I, I you're, you, you know, have you seen less people in the last few weeks because of everything that's going on or I'm not sure think... if, I'm not sure if it's because of everything that's going on. I just, or just don't the think, movies. I just don't think there's anything really exciting people. I'll tell you I'll tell you what. Onward was not as busy as I was expecting. The Invisible Man, however, killed. Really? It we were we were packed. We we were packed for for The Invisible Man and I was honestly surprised. I really yeah. was. We had more business for that during its opening weekend than we did for Onward during its opening weekend. I can promise you that. Yeah, I heard that Onward was kind of like Coco, but not as impactful, not as emotional. That I... It does have its moments, but it's not as uh, – Coco did it better. I'm not going to disagree, but I think it does Onward a disservice. Oh, okay. okay. On, yeah, well, again, I, I'm just. This yeah. is what I was told. I, yeah, I so. don't. I don't think that's an entirely unfair assessment, but okay. I think it shortchanges onward a little bit. Onward is hella creative. 
Okay. And okay. it's yeah, I, and it, I definitely want to see it. Yeah. Oh, and you, and you should. Anybody that's out there, absolutely go see it because it is a fantastic movie. Uh, and it's it make it gets you emotional over things you didn't think you'd be emotional for. But yeah. it's it's really good. It's really interesting. It's I agree. I I will agree about Coco just because I mean Coco just kicks you in the heart. Yeah. Constantly. It's so good. It is a it, it is a phenomenal film. Coco, man, I was you know I was probably you know I, I'm closer to the. the my mom and my grandma, they're probably the two people in the family that I'm the closest to. Right. And Coco just wrecked me. I could, I couldn't do it. I I couldn't, I finished it, but man, that, that was impactful. And, um, and you know, so I, I, I want to see onward because I hear it's kind of it's kind of around the same, you know. They're they're dealing with their their father, I guess, who's passed away. So it's, I, I it's dealing with family and, and stuff like that. So it's man, I, <laughs> I guess it's one of those like I'm gonna have to prepare myself uh, before I see it. Yeah, and it's um, it is very, it is very much a an adventure style film. Yes, yeah. Coco yes. was it, very this this one. Because, dude, it's right up my alley. I'm all fantasy in the yeah. last year oh, or so. And it's, so I, dude, I'm all about it. And you will. You will love it. Co- Coco was yeah. great because it was a – the whole thing was about discovery and, and right. who his father was and who he was. This is this is similar in a lot of ways, but it kind of it, – it, 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 it's different because they do have half their dad with them. It's a really right. odd I, – I, I just – the <laughs> there's more – I'll say this. There's a little more – silliness in this right than there was with coco with coco everything was 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 blended in well culturally and and it was very like it was gorgeous but it had a very solid foundation right this one is more like they kind of made you know i mean it's a fantasy film they made it up as they mm-hmm. went along it takes its it's it's very D in a right. lot of ways and i love cool. that about it um, I, I think it's gonna be right up here. I think you're really gonna enjoy it. But it's awesome. You know, I I mean, for me, nothing is going to beat Inside Out in terms of just sitting in a movie and crying like a five year old. That's like, one I never finished. Uh, you sh- it's so good. It's, it's on so Disney good. Plus. I need to see it. It's and it's it's hella emotional. But it's for for me, I think that's the most that's the most emotional I've been during a during a pixar film up yeah. up up of course has like yes. like gets you at the beginning the beginning of it man yeah <sighs> but i mean inside out does it the whole film through and coco has coco has more moments of just that the, the fact that reality is not nice right um onward is more about screw that life needs to be an adventure and you can't grow up if you don't do anything with your life right right and it's i it's it's intense it's intense it is about family across the board um yeah and it's so it's so good i really really enjoyed it good awesome 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 well cool um and yeah like you said invisible man did better than than you thought it would that's good that's awesome way better i was really really surprised i'm pleasantly surprised i still haven't seen it i still want to i've all i've been hearing are very good things cool like i'm 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 hyped to go see it i'm glad it's doing well um hey you know a few last time we talked we it's before sonic came out and i said that it was probably going to do 
good, if not better, than Pikachu. Did it? Oh. I haven't I, looked at the numbers with Pikachu. I don't think it's done that well, no. Oh, really? No, I don't think it's done as well as Detective Pikachu. Okay. Really? Sonic grand total so far, 295 million. I know Detective Pikachu has done more than that. Gotcha. Okay. I know, I know it for a fact. Cause I thought it broke. Uh, uh, I thought it broke records on its opening weekend. It probably broke records for something, but Detective okay. Detective Pikachu's at four thirty three worldwide. So maybe, so maybe maybe I read that it. Uh, see, my bad. I thought I thought I read that it it for a video game movie it got like a high the highest grossing. But I I I'm probably totally wrong. That's the one forty four. I'll tell you what. Sonic is looking better domestically, but it's not doing as well worldwide. Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. Um, that that makes sense. Yeah, because I mean, back in the day, Sonic was you know if if you were a kid, uh, you know Sega's big thing was. Uh, go faster, sake of America. You know what I mean? Like it felt like it was very like against yeah. um, uh, everything that Mario was. <laughs> yeah. Um, and but yeah. So I know I was just curious because I I want that movie to do good. Um, it's it's done very well. Yeah. It's yeah, it's not cool. hurting for anything. Let's see. So yeah, the okay. So the highest the movies that are the highest uh, so far for video games is Warcraft. Detective Pikachu and Rampage. Um, Rampage. Rampage made that much money, really? It's got the rock in it. Yeah. So did the think, Tooth Fairy. I think it made over four hundred million. What? Oh yeah. My God, it War did. It, it it killed it internationally. Holy hell. Yeah, yeah. Same with Warcraft. I think that's still the number one. Yeah. Um. Uh, no, yeah, I was curious. To, man, I, I thought Sonic was doing good, but um... it's it is doing it's doing very well. It's okay. it's almost three hundred million worldwide. They're going to be very happy with this. That's good. That's it's... good. They're set, they set it up for a sequel, so that's definitely yeah. And that's that's going to be good. Yeah. Uh, cool. The way back open this weekend. It did. Eh. I want to see that. That's the Ben Affleck one, right? Yeah, it's him in basketball. Yes. Yes, uh, it looks like the Mighty Ducks, but with uh, Ben Affleck. And yeah, I, I was gonna say like all I know about it is Ben Affleck, and like I guess he's a basketball coach. That's yeah. that's genuinely all I know about this. Movie. Well, he he was a. Did you see the trailer? He like he he was an alcoholic, and he's recovering, and so it's more about him finding the way back. Wow. Uh, and obviously, it has you know if if you know anything about Ben Affleck, the last few years he has been struggling with alcoholism, so. You know, when you when you watch that trailer, it's 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 also got um uh Geneva um uh Gavin Carr the 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 she was in the Star Wars Battlefront. Um, do you know what I'm talking about? No, or I'm totally butchering her name. Yeah, probably. Um, she was she was the, she was in Battlefront too. Uh, she was like the main character. Oh, she played she played Eden Verso. Okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, she's in it as well. I saw like an interview where he was talking about like, like he, he didn't know anything about her, like as an actress or whatever. He was like, where have you been? Like, you are phenomenal. Um, and I believe she plays his daughter in it. I'm not sure. Nice. Yeah. So, um, I've heard nothing but good things. I just, I, I don't know. Looks good. Cool. Very cool. Something to look forward to. Yeah. Uh, again. Did you hear a story about Adam Driver? No, no. What happened now? I guess um, he. Well, no, it's a good thing. Uh, well, okay. 
basically Ben Affleck had him and Adam Driver in an upcoming they're in a movie together, right? Um, I'm not sure which one it is. Maybe it's the Last Duel or I don't know. He's in some new movie with Adam Driver, right? Um, and he it was his son's birthday. He was he he had to go home uh to see his son. Uh, yeah. It, okay. Yeah, they're in the movie called The Last Duel together. Him, Matt Damon, Adam Driver. Uh, looks that, that's just that's gonna be a phenomenal movie. So anyway, um. Affleck's on his way home. He sends toys home to his son for his birthday so that they would both arrive and he'd be able to give his son the toys that he purchased overseas, right? Yeah. The toys didn't make it. <laughs> um, Adam Driver heard of this. He also sent toys to, to – to, or gifts or whatever. I say toys, but the, I know he's a teenager. He sent gifts to uh, Ben Affleck's son as well. Uh, and he also did like a video he sent to, to Ben as a – I guess he heard what happened and he was like, Hey, have him watch this. And he basically, I think he was like Kylo Ren in it. Uh, <laughs> and Ben Affleck, you know, he explained his son's old enough to like, he understood that, Hey, I sent these things. They didn't arrive, but I have these gifts from <laughs> Kylo Ren. And I also have a, a message, a special message for you. Uh, and like his son, it, it just made his son's life. He said I'll, like his I'll son just grinning ear to ear that Kylo Ren, sent him a message and 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 he said uh, he he saved he saved everything uh and he was like emotional talking to jimmy kimmel or whoever it was uh and he's like i owe i owe, owe him everything because he saved that day so i don't know i thought it was it was cool that is just cool a, yeah 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 but anyway um cool nice cool 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 i always so, love stories like that they're good stories oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. you know he, he's had a rough couple of years so i imagine that that he needed something good like that so yeah yeah I, we want good things for ben affleck we, you know he's a really good director <laughs> and actor and you know uh, I, I think that movie the way back is just you know i i just i we hope we see him you know just do good from now on so anyway um what else what else we got here uh call of the wild rounding out the top five round seven million and these are just estimates it's monday we won't have really official figures until at least after this show's cut so i'm just not a fan of the cgi dog <laughs> Never i see that trailer it's that's fair enough yeah um this week is an odd week for movies yeah um and i what are you talking about we got bloodshot which is gonna tank <laughs> I know. it's gonna tank so so bad yeah it's going i i mean it it's gonna be a disaster <laughs> This and would I, be great if it was Netflix. I right, but right, it would it would be hype as fuck, right? Like we would be like, Bloodshot's coming out this week. We gotta see that. It's only you know, and however long it is, it's just a movie. This would thrive on Netflix or Amazon Prime. This is something they push out, you know, like The Boys or something like that. But to put it out as a major release, you know, Vin Diesel's great. Uh, Fant the can't wait for Fast and the Furious, but. I don't think I've seen one bit of dialogue from the Bloodshot trailer. I just see Vin Diesel disappearing and coming back. And even as a comic book fan, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, wh <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. No, I I don't know. Like, this, like, this movie is just going to be awful, and it's going to be terrible. And that's unfortunate, because Valiant deserves better than that. Yeah. But... I, I think know. they should have made... I really... It, 
they should have made more deals with we'll talk about it a little bit later but yeah with hbo with netflix with amazon like make it more of a also that would have been way better as a serialized thing um, oh yeah oh hell yeah valiant i think valiant comics would work so much better in limited series form yeah i really really do and we'll talk about it later but there's some companies that are doing that that yep. exact thing um i don't know if you have it here maybe we should talk about it now which one sony uh, are we talking about the HBO series? Yes. Yeah, it's in it's in here. We'll get to that. Okay, cool. cool yeah. Cool. Oh yeah. No, I wasn't gonna forget that. That's gotcha. Pretty big. Perfect. Um, but the other stuff we've got this week, My Spy finally comes out with Batista and the little girl. This was a movie that was supposed to come out sometime last year. Every time I see the trailer, I'm like, didn't we get this movie nope. a while ago? Nope. We were supposed to, but we never did. I uh, sworn it was. <laughs> Ready on Blu-ray? Nope. But this this March March thirteenth is the year of is is the week of this movie didn't come out on time, so here it is now because we also get the hunt this week. Oh yeah, I really like that the marketing has just leaned into it. Oh yeah, it's like, like the movie they didn't want you to see. <laughs> <laughs> the best part is how many critics are gonna say, and they were right. Like, right. Yep. It's, it's going to be bad. Like I know it's going to be bad. And and yeah. I don't care. I didn't I didn't care about this movie at first. I don't right. really care about it now. Right. But I just I just love that they're having so much fun with it. The poster for it is just is just the title surrounded by all the different quotes about everything that's wrong with this movie. It's stuff from the Wall Street Journal and Time Magazine and Fox News and just all the ones Lean that into are it. <laughs> and that's just it. They're all the things of like, oh, this shows Hollywood for what it is. It's all, you know, run by liberals. And the other one's like, this is just right. a, a disgusting show of elitism. Like they've just leaned into it so hard. They even have the re the old release date from last year on it crossed out and the next one put and the new one put it next to it like they yeah. They've just ran with it. They're like, screw it. It's going to be controversial. We might as well make some cash off of it. Yeah. Fine. Exactly. Go for it. They should have put the tweet from Trump on it. I really think that would have sealed it. Yep. Like, just oh, put... I don't even know what he said. I... It was just something about, like, how awful the, the movie looked. Like, if it yeah. was one of those things of, like, if they did that with, with liberals, then Hollywood would have shut down. It's like, do you guys, mm -hmm. have you guys never seen any movie like this you know? right like what was there was there's one that everybody keeps bringing up and it had i can't remember who it had it was like for the love well, of the aren't game they the ones that are hunting in the movie it's not like they're exactly framed as the good guys that's, that's the whole point the whole point of this movie is that the liberals are the bad guys they're the ones they round up you know red state trump voters and say oh look at these stupid people all they're good for is 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 bait and stuff that's the whole these, oh my god it's man Snowflakes, and, am I right? I, I know, right? Okay, it's so stupid. Like, <laughs> just let the movie go out. Let, let's see. What we, let the let the, the what do you the, the audience speak for itself or speak with their their wallet? What, I guess is the phrase. Exactly. What they needed to do. Whenever you see a movie like this that you don't like, look at it, realize it's going to be terrible, say nothing, let the studio put it out, and then Absolutely. when it tanks laugh at them and say we could have saved you a lot of time and told you this was a bad idea right but instead they made something out of it it's not going to drive people to see this it's still not going to make money it's still not going to be a good movie but i like 
that the studio just put their tongue firmly in their cheek and said, all right, screw it, let's do this. Yeah. But I don't know, man, I don't know. And uh, we have we have the movie that's going to make my life hell the next weekend, I still believe, because the this is from a couple of years ago when they did the I Can Only Imagine movie. Hmm. Where I, you know, where it's like the biopic about the guy that wrote the song that everybody heard. This is the part of North Carolina I live in. That movie sold out for a week. Wait, so wait, let's back up here. Yes. Well, what are we talking about? Uh, the movie this week or the movie then? You're, I, I guess I'm confused on what you're saying. Okay, uh, so there's a movie coming out this week called I Still Believe. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yes. It's... It is, in many ways, the sequel to I Can Only Imagine, which was the movie about the song from way on back. What song? I Can Only Imagine. I, I don't think I've ever heard that. You're, it, you're like the one person. Is it, it, is it country? No, it's Christian. It's, uh, well, I've never heard it. <laughs> I, That's you, why. I think you have and you just don't remember it because it played everywhere. Yeah. It was one of those kinds of songs that just caught fire. Oh, man, I want to hear it. And it was absolutely everywhere. And, I mean, it's fine. It's a good song, but it was one of those things that just got played absolutely to death. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever heard it. I that's, I find that kind of surprising, honestly. Yeah. but I can only imagine. Yeah. When I walk by your side, I can only imagine what my eyes will see. I don't know. I don't know. I'd, I'd, be re I'd honestly be surprised if you hadn't heard that. Yeah, I'm going to mute myself for just a second. Keep talking All about right. it. But... Anyway, they made a movie based on that and the guy who wrote it. And it came out a couple of years ago. And the part of North Carolina I live in, like, we packed theaters. It's ridiculous. And so that production company said, hey, this kind of movie does really well. So they made another movie based on another popular Christian song. And we're going to pack the place out again. And... It's going to be terrible because religious movies are right up there with kids' movies in terms of the kind of mess that gets left. It's just – it's absolutely insane. I, I definitely heard that. You're right. I know. I knew you had. It's one of those that, like, I, you can't not have heard it. That's There's something no I probably heard at, like, the Waffle House or something like that. Honestly, yeah, more than like yes. But, yeah, yes. you've heard that song before. Yes, yes. I will see. Here's the thing: like, I don't listen to the radio. Yeah. Uh, I, I, if I hear new music, it's usually through. Oh, this is gonna sound stupid, but like, I don't want to say like YouTube and stuff like that, but it's true. Like, is when I come across something, it's because someone posts it or someone tells me about it. I literally, I don't listen to the radio anymore, so I don't like anything new. Usually, is I discover it through that or like uh, I have the the Apple Music, uh, but. Yeah. No, I've definitely heard this, though. Probably, like, in my mom's car or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. Um, I, you know, it, that, well, here's the thing. I, if I could take one sec, because my, my, my grandfather's been seeing a lot of movies recently, um, and he doesn't usually go to the movie theaters, right? And they don't like seeing rated R movies, right? Yeah. Um, this was the one movie that he came across where he was like, oh, I could see that. Because I felt like everything I was showing him was either he's I think he's either going to go see Onward um, or this one because uh, they don't everything else seemed like it was rated R. That's fair. Yeah. Like um, I think like uh, the, the way back was rated R. Like yep. were, uh, like a lot of them were rated R and 
a lot of them are also like Sonic the Hedgehog, but onward see more up his alley. Uh, but I think this is the one he chose because he was like, that looks like a movie. This So it, there's room for that. Um, there's, you know, for those kind of movies. Uh, for someone who doesn't want to go see, you know, a bunch of violence or comic book movies. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was in the military too, so he cleans up. <laughs> he won't leave his stuff around. He would be insulted if someone, if someone suggested they picked up after him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So cool. Right. Um, man, I want to see Bloodshot, but <laughs> I don't know. I, it's, I I know I know I'm gonna see it. I know I don't really want to see it, but. Get a little, get a little drunk or something, but have them throw a few back with After Hours and watch it. Kind of riffed on it. <laughs> uh, you know, it's not going to be the worst idea in the world. Yeah, yeah. That's a, see. That's what I'm saying. All of this would be better that kind of movie if it was on Netflix, where you you don't feel like you're making such an investment. It's already tied into your services. Right. And stuff like that could thrive on it. I'm telling you, I'm telling you if Bloodshot came out on Netflix and they said it like, especially like a month ahead of time, everyone talking about it. Uh, you know, if something like, uh, don't fuck with cats can blow up dead, dead Bloodshot could do, <laughs> you know? Um, but anyway, Oh, well, where were we? And I mean, things based on things can work if they do if they're done right. I mean, look at how look at how big the Witcher got. Oh yeah. Yeah, but the I, I, The Witcher's trailers looked interesting. Bloodshots did not. I it's, did not see Vin Diesel didn't speak in them uh as far as I remember. Yeah. And I mean, that's yeah. my point. Like if it's yeah. done right, then yeah. Right. Oh cool. Cool, cool, cool. We got. Let's let's uh, let's move on to some movie news. Yeah. So Disney is doing a new Honey, I Shrunk the Kids sequel. They're calling it Shrunk. There we go. Uh, Josh Gad <laughs> is going to be playing the son of Rick Moranis's character. Oh, and by the way, Rick Moranis is going to be returning. That's kind of perfect. It's it's fantastic. And you know what? The last movie that he was in was twenty some odd years ago. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Honey, I Blew Up the Kids, the third go. one. Or Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves, whichever one was the last Honey, I Shrunk the Kids movie. I think it's Honey, I We sh- I, sh- I think the Blew Up the Kid was the second. Okay, so Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves must be the third one then. Man, movies were... The 90s were a weird time. Uh, you're not kidding, because this was like 96, I think, yeah. when that last one came out. I'm shocked he's not in the new Ghostbusters movie, honestly. I... Th- I think they're just keeping that a secret. Yeah, me too. Me too. Because that that would be such a massive surprise. I think it, everyone knows about Bill Murray uh, involvement, but that would be the ooh if he just popped in a scene or if just even a mention. I think people would yeah pop for pop for that. Because uh, I think yeah. well, because uh, Annie Potts is going to be back in it. She's coming yeah. back. I I think I think he is. They've just kept it very well hidden. Yes, exactly. And that'd be really cool. Um, we got some Batman stuff. Yeah, they had the uh, test footage for the suit, which looks interesting. The more I see, the more I love. Let me I... tell you why. This is all from Year Zero. How, did you ever read um, Scott Steiner's and Greg Capullo's Year Zero? Some. Okay. So it's it's the Year One was super popular. Uh, years ago and it was about year one Batman where year zero was like just right when Batman was fresh doing becoming right from Bruce Wayne 
uh, to becoming Batman. And it, they have the bike, no cape, um, the tactical stuff on him, the the more like like realistic, I guess, look of Batman. And yeah. it is two AT from that comic book. And boy, did I love that. I like the whited out eyes. I don't know if you could tell, but the eyes in the movie are going to be completely white. Nice. So they they have the when you see the set photos, you can't really tell because the CGI is not there. But they're they're going to be like they have white over the whatever he's doing. Uh, I love the look. I absolutely love the look. I I was afraid of what he was going to look like as Batman, honestly. Um, uh, you know. Uh, He's he's kind of got like a sleepy look all the time in his movies, uh, so I was afraid that it was going to come off kind of goofy uh, in in Batman. But it, he nails it, uh, and I love the I love the look of the car. Yeah, it's very it's really just like they took a muscle car and Batman it, and I'm, I love that. I'm very okay with that. Absolutely. Yes, we've had years of like a tumbler tank, you know, and obviously that's kind of like. In in the real world, I guess that would be a more – I don't want to say the word practical, but like obviously that would be a stronger vehicle to have. But fuck, do I love the Fast and Furious looking car that he has. Yeah. And this is a young Batman. Like I think that's that's the thing that came across the most is that this is almost like a year zero Batman where he's like, I have a shit ton of money and I'm going to make a souped up car, but he doesn't have like – Batman, Batman money from the, the previous films, you know? Uh, well, or, or, he has the money, but uh, he doesn't have the, the toys and the tech yet. Right, he doesn't have that R&D. Yes, exactly. Bingo. So this is very much like, here is how here is how Bruce Wayne does Batman. Right. This isn't how somebody with the help of a genius at Wayne Enterprises does Batman. Yeah. This is very yeah. much a, this is how Bruce Wayne himself does it. And I love the – and I know it's all just like here's some teases footage, but I love how well it looks. It it all has a style to it. Um, and of course you can't say any of that about the, the – the, the, what do you call it? The uh, on-set shots or whatever. Like you can't – you know, that you can't really help that. Um, but when they pushed out, and I thought those looked fantastic as well. Yeah. Um, but when they pushed out the like official, like here's the teases with the, with the coloring and everything, it just looks so good. It looks so good. I thought it was great. I can't wait. I was, so, I was, I was hesitant before, not about his acting, of course, cause he's a good actor, but I thought it might look a little goofy. I, I think it looks perfect. I, I agree. Yeah. The suit looks great. Batmobile looks great. Uh, you know, there's been like jokes about he looks like he, they could cross us over with Fast and the Furious, and I would not be upset about that. <laughs> <laughs> I would be so happy if somehow Batman was tied into to, uh, to the Tim Fast and Furious movie, Only One Could Dream. Um, I think that would upset a lot of people, but I would be all for it. I fuck it. Who cares? Let's go. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, it looks cool. The Bat and the Furious. The Bat and the Furious, exactly. Oh, uh, I hate myself for that. No, I mean, <laughs> I think it's great. <laughs> I'm, that's, I'm down. Cool, cool, cool. Just All right, stands out there the... staring Vin Diesel down. This is Gotham. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Man, did you... Okay, so, hold up. Han, my favorite character from Fast and the Furious, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh, go ahead. I want to hear you talk about this. 
Well, hold up, hold up. I'm trying to find the movie. Uh, what was the previous movie? What, eight? No, no, the, the movie that Han was in. Which okay, one? Five, so, right? Was no, it? okay, so Han, right? We've talked about Han returning to the Fast and Furious. We've already gone over that, right? Uh-huh, yeah, go ahead. I know where this is going, too. Okay, I had no idea that he was in Better Luck Tomorrow, a movie that came out. Like, it was, it, it's it's this movie, um, uh, who put it out there? It, the film is about Asian American um, overachievers who became bored with their lives and entered a world of petty crime. Um, and it came out in the 90s. Um, Justin Lin is the director. He produced it. Uh, he helped write it. Uh, and it stars uh, Sung Kang, who is, of course, who plays Han in the Fast and Furious movies. Now, in this movie, his name is Han, right? And he does like petty, low-level crimes. Uh, and I think by the end of it, he like disappears. Han in the Fast and Furious series is his character is an unofficial uh, continuation of that same character. Oh, that I didn't know. I did not know where this was going. Okay. Oh wow, yeah. Better luck tomorrow. He had a smoking habit, constantly smoked, and he he kicked that habit in Fast and Furious, and he const that's why his character constantly eats. Huh. And this is not just like some conspiracy theory stuff. It's, this is what the director has come out and like. This is the official, like this is the unofficial continuation of that character. Interesting. Yep, absolutely. So take a look I found that, that wild. So I've never seen Better Luck Tomorrow. I have to see it now. Um, and apparently, it's just it's the same character. And by the end of it, like he has to disappear. Apparently, he's kind of a dick in it. But like this is him grown up and realizing, oh shit, I was a dick in high school, and. That that I he had to leave his past behind and completely rewrite himself, and uh, that's why in the Fast and Furious movies you see that not only did uh, you know uh, he have all those adventures in the Fast and Furious movies that were technically prequels to his story, yeah, um, but he had he had, he had all the other stuff from what whatever Better Luck Tomorrow's, which was like his year zero basically. Um, so yeah, I thought that was super cool. Interesting. <laughs> I, I I did not know that. Yeah, I had no idea. So I, I, and I love Han. No idea, and I was like, oh god, I gotta watch this. Apparently, like MTV um, movies or whatnot pushed all this out in the '90s, and yeah, I just didn't know. I, I thought it was awesome. Interesting. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yep. So I don't know. Well, I definitely want to check that out. Um, uh, at some point, probably this week. <laughs> I still have but. to watch Anaconda, so. Oh yeah, it's okay. <laughs> we'll get to it, but yeah, it's got John Cho and it. it's got some other uh, uh, famous people that you might recognize. So cool, very cool. Um, what did you think I was gonna say? I thought you were gonna talk about how his name's not actually Han Solo. How is? Oh yeah, that's like well, it's an alias. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's got different names. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> Um, so anyway, back where were we at? Star Wars? Yeah, so J.D. Dillard, who did Slight, uh, is apparently directing some kind of Star Wars film uh, with Matt Owens, who was a writer on Luke Cage and was a writer on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So there's there's Disney history there, at least. Cool. Um, they're not sure, though, if this is going to be a theatrical release or a Disney Plus release. Hmm. Okay. I never saw Slight. I haven't. It's it's been a minute since I've seen it. Okay. But 
I do remember a lot of good buzz. Oh, it's by WWE Studios and Blumhouse. This I this may not be the movie that I'm thinking of. Then. Slight by JG uh, JD Dillard, uh, distributed by WWE Studios. Blight uh, uh, Tilt Top House released Universal Pictures. Oh yeah, no 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 yeah. This was the like it wasn't a kid who did magic, but the slight was about he used sleight of hand. Sight of hand, yes. yes. Yeah, yes, it has, yes, yes, like, yes. He has like a card in him. Yeah. Well, cool. It's actually, That's yeah, cool. it is a movie. Okay, it is a movie I'm thinking of. All right, yeah, when you said WWE Films, it threw me for a second. I did oh, not. Th- <laughs> I didn't know that. I was like, wait, I'm thinking of a very different movie. Then. <laughs> yeah, it was just distributed by yeah. him. It wasn't. Fair enough. Production company was uh, Diablo Entertainment. Yeah, but, okay. um, cool. Yeah. But no, hey, get, a- some, get some young, fresh people in there to shake things up. Absolutely. And that's yeah. the thing, like, this is, a, it's a decent enough movie, like, it's not groundbreaking or anything, but it's fun. I mean, neither was Attack the Block, like, it wasn't this holy crap amazing movie, but it was fun. I enjoyed the right. hell out of that, too. Right, right, right. I'm so excited to see what comes next for Star Wars. I want it to be different, I want it to be fresh. Um, did we Have we talked about the Luminous Project? I th- the Rep- High Republic era? I, I think we, I think we talked about it because it was still a rumor I think last time we talked about it, but yeah, the the Luminous Project is uh, the the High Republic era. Yeah, it's a High Republic era. It's going to be um, uh, set two hundred years before the Phantom Menace, or a hundred years, I think they said. It's no, hundred years. No, two hundred. I saw. I think it, okay, maybe maybe it's two hundred because yeah. I remember it being like. No, it was two hundred. Okay, okay, perfect. Because I thought it would be originally rumored to be longer, and then they said it was half of that, but you're right. Okay, so 200 years. Um, instead of it being like a big empire coming after them, it's more like space pirates. Um, apparently there's a big event during it. I think – I'm not sure what they called it. Um, but apparently there's a uh, – the thing that scares them is uh, – let's see here. Um, essentially something happens. I, I forget the name of what they called it, but there's a, a, a big event that happens. What I'm, what a lot of people are assuming it is. Yeah, I, I is got it, it. I got it. Okay, it's, go ahead. It, it's just, there will be an inciting incident for the high Republic. It's called the great disaster. That's it. Yes. And that's and all we what, know. <laughs> And what people think it is, like Alex from um, Star Wars explained, a lot of the people that are in the know that this is their job, basically, they're assuming, um, and it's just them assuming, that it has to do with hyperspace. And, and, and this would be right around the time where what if someone could just pick you out of it or stop your hyperspace in mid-hyperspace and you're stranded somewhere? What kind of, How disastrous that would be if so, suddenly somebody – could control something like that um and that's what they're that's yeah. what they're guessing it might have to do with because uh, i guess some of the comics and books have to do with uh some of our characters being stranded somewhere and they they have no communication they they can't get in touch with someone they can't leave or whatever um well they've had like i mean gra- uh, gravity something i can't remember what they're called but the uh the interdictor class star cruisers have had Gravity wells, I think is what they are, for a right. long time in Star Wars, though. Like, that's right. tech that they've had. Yeah, I, for- I forgot the way they put it. I'm probably destroying the way he put it. Um, but 
what I what I love about this is that, and they did, they did state this, is that this is going to be separate from the films. Yeah, it's its own thing. It's far enough away it's, from all the continuity that it doesn't matter. Like, I'm totally correct. down with that, yes. It's all still canon, of course. They still also have to apply by the same rules. But what's awesome about it, and this is what's been lacking in the Star Wars novels. There's been some great Star Wars novels. There's been some okay ones, and then some shitty ones. But... A lot of them haven't been able to take risks to kill characters, to make you feel emotionally invested or to, to care about them. Where if you have all of your characters kind of um, uh, separate from it to where we might see some, some or might, uh, you know, we'll have some familiar stuff. Who knows? Maybe Yoda pops in or something like that. But there'll be enough to be like anything could happen to this character. They could die in the next panel. They could be going away. And that's what the old EU universe really people thrived in it because they were like, Oh shit, they just killed Chewbacca. Yeah. Or, Oh shit. They just killed one of the solo kids. Like there were real consequences and you can't do that when the last, however many years that they, they've been putting out the new extended universe, they haven't been able to do that because they've been shackled to the movies. So this is a way for them to go, hey, we're going to be able to put out a ton of material where you just can't – you're not going to know what's going to happen. Yeah. And I love that. I absolutely love that. No, and of I'm... course it's going to be in the universe we all know and love and it's going to have all that force and all that cool stuff and a totally different time frame so they might not know everything that we do. So yep. it's going to be great. And, and a lot of the stuff from Star Wars, you know – there's been thousands of years of history, but it's all mostly myth to them. Think about the short amount of time between the prequel era and where we are now with the this this whatever you would call the the era with with Ray and whatnot. The resistant was it the resistance era? Yeah, the resistance era. It was all myth, and it was only like fifty years or whatever. But it was it. That's how much manipulation and propaganda was put out into the universe where they couldn't even tell what was real or fake or whatnot who knows you know 200 years prior to that time frame what things actually were happening were happening and so i think that's really cool that uh, i just I, I can't wait i i can't wait to just dive into that with all new characters and new stories so it looks fun yeah no i'm very excited <laughs> Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Right. All right. So, we've got that to look forward to. Um, we also have a... I think this finally completes the set for uh, Uncharted directors now. How many now has that been? Oh, my God. It's at, what, half a dozen at least? If I'm it, still, I still won't believe it until it actually starts filming. I Well, according to Tom Holland, it's supposed to film sometime this... It's supposed to start sometime this month, right? We'll see. I, um, I, I I did hear that. You're right. Yeah. Man, I... Um, oh. But uh, Robin Fleischer... Uh, Ru- excuse me. Ruben Fleischer, who did who did Venom and did both of the Zombieland movies, so he has a Sony pedigree, uh, is going to direct. Uh, Wasn't and th- a fan of the second Zombieland. I liked it. I liked it for what it was. Yeah. It was, it was just more of the same, but with bigger tires. So, yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I just I don't know if I was a fan. That's fair. Uh, yeah, I was like, wait, why are they leaving? What's going on? 
Wait, what's that? Who are they look just like the other people? What is this like a bit? What, what's going on? Like, I just didn't. It just yeah. didn't click with me. Um, and he's he's directing a script uh, from Art Markham and Matt Holloway, who did the first Iron Man movie. Okay. So again, cool. a solid start. Yeah. Um, they've also added Sophia Ali, uh, Tati Gabrielle, and Antonio Banderas to the cast. There we go. And most importantly, Mark Wahlberg is not going to be in it. Yeah, he is. Oh, he is? He's Sonny, remember? We've had this discussion like three or four times now. Look, I have thought he was in the movie, and then he was out of the movie, and then at some point he was directing the movie, and then he was out of the movie, but now I'm back to being sad about this movie. Yes, that, all of that is true. Oh my god. Everything you just said is true. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I didn't know he was still in it. God damn it. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. I'm fr- Tell me, I'm... what are you thinking? You're doing. Oh man, this had now. Now I'm actually worried about some other news. Uh-huh. Now that I'm thinking about it. Oh my god. Yeah. No, all of that was true because he was gonna play Nathan Drake, and then they decided they were gonna go with the younger version, so he was out. And then mm-hmm. I'm sure at some point he was probably because uh, yeah, when David O. Russell was gonna direct it, they had they were gonna bring on Mark Wahlberg, and then they changed it so he left. And then they're like, hey, but how about being Sonny? And so they're bringing him back. Wow. Terrible. I really, I really want to see just how many of these directors did it go through. Because that's just going to be hilarious to see. Yeah, it's terrible. But anyway, it's, it, they, they keep saying it's going to be a thing. I, uh. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But... Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. Uh, um, what else? We got some Indiana Jones news? Yeah, so apparently Spielberg is not going to be directing Indiana Jones 5. He's... Yeah, which is odd. I it It is, but it also depends on what kind of movie they're working towards. I was kind of hoping that both him and Harrison and George were able to kind of close out the series to kind of hopefully make up for the last one. You know, it was not universally loved as the the, the first three were. Yeah. Um, I was kind of hoping that they could kind of all go out together. It's a bit odd, but I mean, they didn't get like this, you know, it's not like they got some scrub to fill in the shoes or anything, though. No, the uh, the talk is that James Mangold is going to be the the one to fill the chair. Which is not a bad choice for the last Indiana Jones movie. Nope. With Harrison Ford, that is, I guess. Yeah, no, not not at all. Yes. Uh, so, um, you know, Ford versus Ferrari is a widely loved movie. Uh, yeah, I mean, Walk Lo- the Line and Logan. I was going to say Logan, for God's sake. You want a right, movie I was, about... I was leaving the best for last. Uh, was... Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, and plus I wanted you to kind of say it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, no, Logan... Uh, it, that makes the most sense. Yeah. Yeah. And it's as any good as Logan, you know, and I'm, I'm sure it will be Harrison Ford, you know, it, as goofy as the last one was Harrison Ford was still great. And I thought, yeah. uh, um, I loved him and, you know, I loved him in that star <laughs> in the last star Wars movie he was in. Well, I mean, uh, the, the line where that's not how the force works like i want him to just be that the whole time <laughs> yeah this is they, they don't make traps that way it's so good man you can't uh, i just... forgot what quote he said earlier <laughs> wait i'm sorry hold on are you well, are you are you bringing up how like somebody was asking him to explain how he was in the last star wars movie 
Yes. When he really just looked and what did he say? I just don't effing care. I don't fucking care. Like, I, I love and I'm okay with that I'm, and I'm totally okay with that because that's also part of the point is that's not what's important right yep 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 there's uh, important man they signed a big check and he was all for it he didn't have to he didn't care what he wants in the movie or, you know I hope we didn't spoil that for anybody but it's I think it's out on digital now so. it's, it's been out for a while yeah yeah, yeah. so but I thought that was great. That I'm, I'm all for that Harrison Ford. Um, you know, because you know. <laughs> so anyway, um, I thought that was great. So yeah, I, I I'm still looking forward to Indiana Jones Five. Um, hopefully, it's got a lot, a lot of less, you know, swinging in trees and stuff like that. But uh, I th- I think they if, they if if Spielberg can't be in it, they got someone who could do a pretty good job. Um, but yeah. Uh, we got some Hocus Pocus 2 news. <laughs> yeah, apparently uh, Adam Shankman, who did Step Up and Hairspray, and is also doing the sequel to Enchanted. Okay. Funny enough. Uh, going to be called Disenchanted, because, you know, originality. That makes sense. Uh, is doing a Hocus Pocus 2 movie for Disney+. Plus. Okay. That's all the news I have on that. <laughs> okay. That's, it. That's all I got. It's like, yeah, it's going to be a go. thing. Fair enough. Let's I'm trying go. to think. No, oh, no, never mind. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say. Um, how much? How much trouble you are? Are you about to get yourself in? Well, uh, I was just trying to think. It's not trouble at all. I. It, it's, uh-huh. it's just gonna make me sound stupid, which I have no problem sounding stupid. Um, so Hocus Pocus, we all know, is that movie with you know the three witches, and it's very fun. It's very whatever. And Hocus Pocus is something you would say as like Hocus Pocus, but I'm just curious where the phrase came from. That is actually an interesting question. Yeah. And one I do not readily have the answer to. I imagine it's Shakespeare, probably. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess when I, I always thought in my head of, like, Hocus Pocus was, like, you know, witches and stuff like that from the movie, right? Yeah. But I couldn't help but think, was I just a child? And so that's what I attached it to. But I thought I knew that phrase way before I saw the movie. It's from the 1600s. It was something that jugglers or magicians used. I always thought it was just magic. Yeah. Like, that's Hocus Pocus. It's it's become that. Um, okay. That's cool. Yeah, during the, here we go. During the early 1600s, Hocus Pocus was a name commonly adopted by a juggler or magician. The name and the words Hocus Pocus were often chanted during tricks involving sleight of hand and is believed to be a derivation of the Latin blessing from the Catholic Mass, Hoc est corpus meum, or this is my body. Okay. Because I've heard people be like, oh, that's just Hocus Pocus or something. Yeah. It's, it is a thing that's be, that was, you know, it's a Hocus Pocus, mumbo jumbo, all that kind of stuff. Like, they right. they mean a lot of the same thing. It's And then for some reason I thought it was a song. But I, I could be... Maybe I'm thinking of I could put a spell on you. <laughs> I don't know. Which was from Sorry. Hocus Pocus, I think. Right, probably. You're absolutely right. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so they've, Jurassic they've, World. They've domination. started filming Jurassic World Dominion. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh uh, D- Dominion, right. I don't know why I yeah. said domination. It's... Anyway. But, uh, yeah, they revealed the title uh, as Jurassic World Dominion as opposed to just D- Jurassic World 3. Right. Uh, which, I mean, makes sense. Dinosaurs are free and loose in the world again. So yeah. this is this, this going to be uncomfortable for people. 
I'm all for it, man. It's it's apparently going to bring back a lot of the old people and it's going to have the new people in it. It's going to be a nice, I think, send off. Like this is the end of this trilogy. Who knows? There'll probably be a lot more because uh, those movies make a lot of money. Um, but I think they really set themselves up for a really interesting plot for this one, I think. They did. They genuinely yeah. did. Yeah. And that's one of the like my criticisms of the last one as well. But hey, we're it's 2020. We're gonna we're let's move forward. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm definitely interested in this in, in this next one. I'm gonna be there that weekend. So cool, cool, cool. And man, dude, this next one here. You go. You go ahead and take it. So A24 has decided Arthurian legend needed their spin on it yes. because A24 uh, just wants to do whatever they want with everything. Yes. And I, you know, there is an audience for it, so good on them. So they are making a movie called The Green Knight, which is obviously going to be about Gawain and the Green Knight. Right. But it's very strange looking. It's an A24 movie. It's That's all I've got for you. It's an A24 movie set during Arthurian times. Yes. Okay. It's got uh, Dev Patel in it. Dev Patel, who I'm, I'm... Always happy to see him. Do- I like Dev Patel. I really do. Oh, yeah. So- Famous for The Last Airbender. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. Uh, but, you know, like Chappie, Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> um, dude, it, oh, man. This, when I saw this trailer, I didn't know anything about this. I didn't know it was coming out. I had heard nothing. Uh, we've, we've talked about it before, but, like, I guess when I saw it, I was just like, what is this? I don't think, like, this was even something I knew about at all. Really? Okay, yeah. Yeah, see, I, I, that's what I thought, man. Like, I just haven't seen it. And I'm just like, what is this? And it, the imagery in that trailer with, like, the hand coming over the rocks. I can't tell if that's giant or not. And then you get, the, like, the, the, the fox howling. And, and when he's laying on the ground and you see the dead skeleton in front of him, like, this, I'm all in for this. This is the kind of fantasy that I want to see. Um, it just looks so good. It's, it's very horror fantasy. Yeah, it's it's not. Oh, and the knights went out and they slayed the beast and everything was great. It's like, no, if you're going to delve into this idea of like there are monsters and dark forces, things Mm -hmm. are going to get rough. Yeah, things are going to get raw like it's going to get ugly. Yes. So I'm I'm I will definitely go see it. I'm not a big A24 fan, but when I oh, see I am. I'm, but when I see something that looks good, I'll go see it. Yeah. And this looks good, so I'll go see it. I enjoyed the hell out of the lighthouse. Yeah. This this to me falls on that end of A24. There's stuff like Midsummer and um I, I think this has got more of a broad appeal exactly. than, than Lighthouse. This is, I mean, I, I think you could show this to somebody who doesn't know anything about A24, and they're going to think, that looks fucking wicked. That looks awesome. Yeah, I agree. But I think that's that's what I mean. Like, even the Lighthouse was like was not tremendously weird when you compare right. it to something like Midsummer or what was the one from two years ago that I can never remember. It was, uh, uh her- heredity. Uh, yes, hereditary. That was it. That's hereditary, the yeah. that's the other end of the A twenty four spectrum where it's like, oh no no, they went out there, way yes. out there. That's so. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's not gonna be an easy Iron Mask. I promise you that. So. No 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 no. It's, this this looks wild. I can't wait for this. Yeah. 
probably one of my most anticipated movies now. Interesting. And it's out, what, like next month, isn't it? Yes. Yep. Down in April. Pretty soon. So. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. So, to move on to the... I'm, I'm going to skip the next trailer, because I want to end movie news on two very disappointing trailers. But uh, we'll talk about Borderlands for a second, and how Eli Roth has signed on to direct the film. <laughs> okay. I mean, why not? Borderlands is all about, like, just zany, ridiculous, over-the-topness. Right. I'm, I'm okay with that. I think this makes sense. Yeah. So, what the hell, why not? Speaking of what doesn't make sense... The Iron Mask makes no sense at all. I honestly thought this was a... It's uh, a joke! Uh, uh, college humor, yes. and then I realized college humor is no more. Yeah. I... When you see Arnold Schwarzenegger... <laughs> I thought it was a joke. It's because it can't be serious. There's no way that that's a thing that's actually a thing. I thought this is. was an IG and April Fool's joke. I know, I know, but it's but, not. It's yeah, and it's sad. it's so it's gonna be so terrible. Oh my god, is it gonna be awful? If anybody out there hasn't seen this, it's called The Iron Mask, and it just it looks horrendous. It looks yeah. nothing short of terrible, and I can't wait for it. Like, I'm so excited to watch how bad this is going to be. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I don't, I don't even know what to say. It's, it's just, it's a thing. It exists. And I, there was one line in the movie that I thought was mildly clever was Arnold looking at Jackie Chan and going, I've waited a long time for this, which is fair. But, yeah, you know, however... Yeah. Not not quite like this. No. The CGI looks terrible. This just looks like one of those movies that this, and oh. I, I hope this isn't offensive, but that it's it is a like a Chinese production company that was like we're going to throw a bunch of money at actors and put some shitty che cheesy CGI in it. What was the movie with Mark Wahlberg? No, um uh, Matt Damon. The Great Wall. That's what this reminds me of. Yes, because well, but worse, but at least because at least the CGI in The Great Wall was actually pretty good. Oh, okay. Yeah. When Ye I see this, I'm just like, it was, it's so clear that it's... It looks... It, the CGI in this looks more like Dragon Wars. Oh, God, it's so terrible. It's awful. Like, it just... It genuinely looks abysmal. And I feel... Yeah. I feel terrible for him because this should be... I'm sorry. When you, and, I, and again, it looks like that part of it is just one story in this. It yeah. almost looks like an anthology film with everybody else that's in it. But just, you can't come away from this trailer oh. talking about anything but Arnold and Jackie Chan. Yeah, uh, apparently this er has already come out in Russian China. Because it, it is, a, I guess, a Chinese company that made it, so... So it's already had certain yep. releases. Which right, means right. it's on the internet somewhere should anyone be brave enough to try to find it. Yeah. Exactly. I, I don't envy you at all. We got TV to talk about now, right? Yeah, I did want to take one second, though. Oh, cool. I wanted to talk about an abomination that I witnessed on YouTube earlier this week. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> it was the Artemis Fowl trailer. Okay. And let me tell you why it was terrible. Artemis Fowl. Oh, yeah. Did you ever read any of the books? No. Okay. So anybody who's read the Artemis Fowl books knows that he is... The, the whole story, the, the entire bit of the series, is about growing up in a very real kind of it's it's not just oh he got older and he went to high school blah 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 this is a kid who went through some shit his this it, and yes he starts off 
extra privileged, very wealthy family, very, very not needing in that department. But he has a dad who is missing, presumed dead. His mother is very sick. So he acts out as a child would, especially a genius, a, a super genius IQ level child. He is going to make his world make sense to him because of everything else that's gone on around him. As a result, he's basically a functioning sociopath. Okay. He's a bastard. Just absolute, straight out, he does what he wants, and who cares? Like, the world has taken so much from him, so it doesn't matter. He's not a dictator, he's not homicidal, but he's not a good guy. He is not a hero at all. He's absolutely a villain, first and foremost. Okay. And the entire arc of the series is about growing up and dealing with trauma and reconciling with so many different things. And it's a Mm -hmm. beautiful arc from villain, from genuine villain in the beginning to slightly more of an anti-hero to by the end, an actual uh, empathetic protagonist. And it's a really fantastic arc, especially for a kid series. It's very much a children's series, but it's really fantastic. Okay. If you watch the Artemis Fowl trailer, it shows you, oh, hey, here's a good kid who gets swept up in a world of magic and fairy technology that he didn't know anything about. And I wanted to burn the magic kingdom down. Oh, no. Oh, they got Hagrid. (laughs) Imagine... Imagine if, and this is not like, oh, they changed a few things. Now here, now look, if you are someone who knows nothing about these, but I am sure this is going to be a fine little kids movie. Take your kids to it, enjoy it, have fun with it, go for it. I'm not going to stop you. But imagine if you will, Lord of the Rings, where, say for instance, when Boromir wanders off. Instead of being seduced by the power of the ring and dying, he runs away and joins the circus and comes back and convinces the orcs to join him as the acrobats by the end of the series. That's, that's a choice. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the idea that Gollum isn't some wretched creature living in a cave, but just a tired, overworked shoemaker. Give them a moment for pity's sake. Just... Sorry, I'm just thinking of my favorite Bromir part. <laughs> yeah, no, that's but crazy. Just, I'm, I'm serious. Imagine legitimate, fundamental, huge change. That would be frustrating. It's honestly like they said, okay, they, they started with the pitch meeting of, so the story is about a rich genius child, and there's a world where there's magic and fairies and some magical creatures, and they live underground. And then they just stopped the pitch meeting there and said, great, make that movie. That's frustrating. Wait, you don't want to hear about this kid has childhood trauma, so he's just an absolute, like, terrible person and works against the fairies who are really just trying to live out their lives and their culture is highly advanced and, and way more civilized. No, 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 no. We don't care about any of that. Like, at all. Mm. It's It's worse than how they changed Percy Jackson. Oh, well, I never read that or saw the movies. That's, that's kind of a shame, because that is a book series 
that has done some tremendous things. That's a yeah. young adult book series that has not been afraid to do some to make some really tough choices. They've had some character deaths that you just go, "Wow, that was bold. That was a oh, wow. bold decision to make." It's not just, "Oh, here's this side character that people really like." No, they've they've taken the axe to at least one character where it was just like, "Wow, they did that." They oh, wow. they really did that. It's it's really great, and it's it's a it's a series that for as long as it has run, because that's a book series that's run for fifteen years, I think. Like a new with a new book every year, it's constantly evolving. It's growing. It's changing. It's it's really really well done. Oh, he's got ADHD. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's how they explain it. They're like, oh, but yeah, you're you're not the ADHD is not a disability. It's just because you're bred for like you have faster reflexes. You think differently. You understand differently. It's not a it's not a curse. It's actually an asset. Right. It's, oh, oh wow, yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah, it's way different. And that was kind of how it started was how yeah. it was it was Riordan sitting down and saying, hey, I want kids to learn more about, like, Greek myth and stuff. How right. do I make that interesting? Well, kids don't sit still to read because they have ADD and ADHD. Well, what right. if that was actually a superpower? I have ADHD, so yeah. that's why I find that kind of interesting. Like that, I didn't think about. I never thought about that. Yeah, it's a fun. They yeah. it, he used that as a fun way of like, no, no, no. It's because you're, you know, cool. as demigods, you know, you're kind of meant for battle, so you have quicker reflexes. Obviously, you're not going to sit and stare at something forever because you you're constantly focused right. on different things. Like it's it was a really fun way to do that. Damn, that's cool. I gotta check that out then. Yeah, I know. Give, just... give it a spin. The The first stories are very much, it definitely begins like, oh, this guy saw the Harry Potter formula mm-hmm. and started there. Hey, kid grows up, goes off to camp. The camps are all divided by which god is your parent. It's very much that kind of take on it. As the series goes on, it just keeps getting better and better. Cool. It's, it's it's really good, and it is a lot of books, but they read very quickly. They're you know two fifty three hundred pages. They're young adult novels, but they're very 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 good. Okay, yeah, I'll check that out. Yeah, but I just what what they have done to Artemis Fowl is a crime, mm. and I hate it so much. Um, so shame on them for taking what. What is at its heart a very, very interesting story, and just saying, now we need to make this mass marketable from the jump. Okay. And that's what they've done is say, well, we don't have time to develop this character over a handful of movies. We have to just start him out as a hero. Why? Well, because we want this to make money. I good luck with that. You're gonna fail. Yeah. Because this was another movie that was supposed to come out a year and change ago. Okay. Like, this was supposed to come out in August, I think. Last August. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, not uh, not real excited for this one. But... Damn. So, cool. yeah. So, you know, just for anybody who wants to say I'm a Disney apologist, I'm also not against saying, oh, hey, by the way, sometimes they suck. Right. Yeah, and sometimes they miss the mark and fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The mouse is not perfect, and if, you know, someday I I wake up and there's, like, a picture of 
the the castle etched into the wall over my bed where my body is found. You'll know what happened. Right. <laughs> hidden me in the room. Uh-huh. <laughs> cool. Anyway, in news of things that actually look like they're going to be right, uh, right. Craig Mazin, who uh, I've known for a while because he co-hosts the Script Notes podcast, uh, recently did Chernobyl for HBO, which I did not see, but was apparently very, very good, is, re- oh, yeah. is re-teaming with HBO on a series based off a little video game property called The Last of Us. Yep. I am hyper pumped for this. I'm really oh, yeah. looking forward to this. Yeah, absolutely. Probably couldn't pick a better company to... to um, I'm glad that Sony is smart enough to go, hey, we're not just going to do our own thing. We are going to partner with companies who have done this and done this well. Yeah. Say what you want about the Game of Thrones series finale. For the most part, 99% of that series, most people universally loved it. Um, they, you know, they, they kind of butchered the ending there to some people. They botched it maybe. But uh, the thing about The Last of Us is it's all out there. Like we're getting Last of Us Part 1, Last of Us Part 2 is coming out soon. They have the full story. They can, they can add on to it. But for the most part, it's there. And there's so much they can that world, that type of story. I think they'll thrive with HBO. And they also said that this isn't the only thing. They they also said that they're partnering with them with this, and they've announced this. But there's other things they've talked to them about, too. Yeah. And I, I assume it has to do with how well this does. Mm-hmm. But, man, could you imagine if we got a God of War? That would probably be the next one I think they'd want to I do. Would, and I would I'd be on board for that in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think this is a perfect place to do that. A serialized storytelling, maybe, you know, uh, six to ten episodes a season. Um, keep it simple uh, and go from there. Uh, I think this would thrive. Um, it's it's that, you know, the, Sony is really setting it up for, with the PlayStation 4, their franchises to... Um, you know what? What? What would be the? What's the phrase? Uh, to to kind of push the barrier to not just be known as video game franchises, but just franchises in general. Yeah, multimedia. I think you're multimedia. For. Yeah, exactly. To 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 kind of go outside of it and and thrive. And Last of Us is probably the perfect thing to do. Is the first one out there with that uh, as a TV. I kind of wish it's been years that Microsoft's been dabbing what we've been teasing about halo right but they never actually did anything they're, no no they're working on it like it is did in... they they're working on it right right yeah uh, th- th- that's what i that i guess that's what i'm thinking is that we've always heard about like a halo series but d- I, I, correct me if i'm wrong didn't they say at some point in time they were going to put it out on their own thing that you had to be with Microsoft in order to watch it or something. They did it first, like when they announced. This was like back when they announced the Xbox One, I think. But that and Sony went- was trying to do this with Powers. Yeah, and that did not go well. And this is what I'm talking about: yeah. is that but- this is what you do. This is what they kind of did with their their licensed uh, franchises. For example, this is what Marvel is doing now with their licensed franchises. They're going to studios to go, hey, you made a really good video game. We think you can make a great Spider-Man game. Go. Yeah. Um, they went to the people who did, you know, I forgot what it was, but what was it? That last Marvel uh, 
Ultimate Alliance or whatever, go do that. Like they're picking studios and people that are good with what they do and they're giving them the chance. I think Sony's doing that, that now with their their franchises to make it into to cross the media to be more than just the video game, uh, whatever. And I think this is the way you do it. You don't make it a Last of Us movie. You make it a series. Uh, that's a couple seasons. And and then, dude, pick up God of War. I would love if Uncharted went this route <laughs> instead of the other way. Because uh, there's so much you, there's so much story you could tell I, with yeah, these but franchises. I, I like Uncharted better as a film series because it has that big Indiana Jones feel. And I, I know, think, but I, I guess I kind of want like a young Indiana Jones I, yeah, <laughs> TV but, show. Yeah, but I'm okay with that on film. I'm right, I'm all right, right with that as a movie. And I I think the deal with The Last of Us, like this has, <laughs> this has everything to be what The Walking Dead was and then lost. Right. I think this is the answer to that. Oh, remember when The Walking Dead was really good and really interesting, really character driven, and wasn't just like all about shock value and crap. Go mm-hmm. back to that in a different manner, and I think that's what this is going to be. Right. No, you're right. Um, let's see here. I mean, the. I don't know. I I, I guess I I man I. I, I guess I I just think HBO is just the perfect thing to do. imagine them doing a, a Horizon Zero Dawn franchise, TV show. Yeah, I'm good with that. Like they, there's there's so many things that they could do. Um, I hear Walking Dead's not bad now. I hear like it's it's actually pretty good. I, I, I kind of they're they're up? welcome to it. I haven't watched it in years, and I don't really have any plan to. Yeah, yeah, no, no doubt, no doubt. I'm I'm just saying that I heard that it's 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 pretty thrilling to watch. Now I haven't seen it. Um, I don't. I there's so much that I would have to catch up on, but yeah, I I just think this is perfect. Um, let's see how this does. Hopefully this gives this grant some relationship where they're like, yeah, let's do God of War, maybe Horizon Zero Dawn in the future. And these are franchises that, you know, I was trying to think of transcends. This transcends uh, the, the, the media. Yeah. Um, and I, I think these franchises can totally do that. Uh, it's going to be interesting, man, because in the next five to ten years, we're not only getting this stuff in like live action shows. But we're going to be getting, like, a Mario movie. We're going to be getting, like, Nintendo's finally letting those characters loose. Um, you know, and with the hits with Sonic and stuff, like, I think we're finally going to get in an era where the game, video game movies or TV shows are not all going to be bad. They're going to be good, and if not, great. You know, there's room for that. Yeah. With these. Um, and so Sony is really setting themselves up for that. And Microsoft, with all these studios... I guarantee you they're going to be – well, hopefully it's going to be just as good. Uh, I, I, th- I think they got a lot of talent. And I just I want them both to thrive. I, I'm right there with you, man, because I know, I know Halo is coming to Showtime. I know that's where it wound up. Okay. And that's, okay. Yeah, and they've been they, – they were supposed to start shooting it, and then it got delayed because they had to change somebody around for scheduling reasons. Gotcha. But okay. Okay. It is a thing that is, in fact, in production. It is going to happen. That's going to be huge. Yeah. Uh, you know what I've been playing recently that would probably be an awesome series of some kind, but I doubt they'll do it because is I've gotten really back into Destiny too. Um, uh, the guys that I used to play with are all back in it now. Uh, we got trials coming up this week. I think t- uh tomorrow. So if you're listening to this, odds are, you know. 
Trials is out there. If you ever played Destiny One, it is a <clears throat> it is a three verse three, um, uh, you know, a PvP mode where you essentially, if you win seven in a row, you get to go to Mercury in the first one. So in this one, if you win seven in a row, you get to go to you know, I believe you can go to Mercury in this, but anyway, it's a it's a special spot. It's called the Lighthouse, and it's got like some of the best gear in the game. And it is a blast to play with friends. Um, uh, they actually are bringing back a ton of stuff uh, for the the new season. The new season starts on Wednesday the tenth. Uh, I'm sorry, Tuesday the tenth. Um, I think it's called the season season of the worthy. Um, have you played Destiny at all recently? Not for a very long time. Okay. Um, what they're doing, just to kind of give a quick, um, a quick run over of what their pass is. Essentially, they're bringing back trials. That's the big marquee thing they're bringing back this season. They're also doing events where they are uh, kind of the hunter, the titan, and the warlock. They're kind of playing against each other. So, like, whoever wins the most amount in, um pvp and pve events that week is going to get some special stuff um there's a ton of new weapons they bring it back a lot of the old weapons as well uh some of the gear looks like a lot of it's like russian themed so it's kind of cool looking i don't know it's 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 a fun time to be back into destiny 2 and also i don't know if if we we're going to talk about it just yet we're still on tv so i'm sorry i'm jumping ahead let me back up we'll talk about <laughs> more video games stuff a too excited um but anyway Destiny new season is coming out this week and i dude i'm having a blast playing with my friends again nice yeah so anyway back to television <laughs> where were we i'm sorry uh stranger things we got the uh season four teaser yep which it was like oh okay that's neat and then that was the end of that like yeah he's in russia yeah it's like, okay, so that's a thing. Cool. And, uh, yep. But, like, that was literally it. That was, yep. that was the <laughs> teaser. <laughs> but, I don't know. Could be interesting to see exactly how they get there from there, but. Yeah, I like that they're getting out of Hawkins. I think it's, it's going to be cool. Yeah, I mean, I think it was, it was absolutely necessary dude, for sure dude my brother shout out to my brother kyle sent me a pair of nikes i don't really buy shoes i buy shoes of course because i don't i'm not a hobbit but i don't buy like expensive shoes and he sent me a pair of these nike high tops from hawkins indiana i think that's the town they're from um yeah. but they're they're straight up stranger things shoes nice yeah so they they look like like i don't know it's the colors of their high school um, and it has like Stranger Things like stuff on it. It's hard to explain. They look like normal shoes. So like, if you're anyone off the street, and you don't know Stranger Things, they'd be like, "Oh, that's cool. It looks like a pair of basketball shoes." But they're like Stranger Thing things themed, which is pretty dope. And I was like, "Oh, hell, thanks, bro." So I got a pair of high top Nikes <laughs> that look pretty cool. But yeah, I know that's a bit random information. Yeah. <laughs> it's a neat thing. I get yep. that. For sure. <laughs> yeah. So I wasn't expecting that. Um, cool. We got some Charlie and Chocolate Factory news. Yeah. So Netflix is like, hey, we are going to do a couple uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory series. I think they're doing two, I think they're animated series. Um, 
So they're like, who do we get to helm these particular series? Wait, they're doing two of them? Yes, there are two different series that they're working huh? on. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. It is weird. Uh, it's almost as weird as who they got to do it, in a way. I like who they got to do it, but <laughs> I don't know I don't know if I'm ready for a Charlie and Chocolate Factory shared universe here. Animation. I, you know, why not? Um, <laughs> especially with Taika Waititi doing it, why not? Yeah, that's going to be cool. It's That's going to be insane. It's going to be fantastic, and I'm very excited. But yeah, that's gonna be funny. It's it's gonna be great, and I can't I cannot wait for it. Yeah, but so we'll see how that goes. Uh, mm-hmm. But I don't know. That'll be fun. Um, yeah, we got some interesting news from the Mandalorian. Um, we okay. did. We found out uh, this week that uh, Gina Carano has wrapped whatever it is she's doing uh, in it. Her her scenes are done. Uh, we we also found out that uh, Sasha Banks is apparently going to be in it. Okay. So that's random. Uh, yeah, just a just a <laughs> bit. But, uh, you know, whatever. Go for it. Do you think? Yeah. <laughs> uh, she, oh yeah, that's right. She's been injured. Right, she's not in wrestling. Not right now. She or, hasn't been for a while. I feel like she popped back up for a minute a couple of weeks ago. But yeah, I, yeah, she was out injured, so this makes sense. I mean, she could have totally went and did that. Yeah. Um, cool. But so that's that's what's going on there. I'm 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 so iffy on celebrities making appearances and stuff like that because they just they kind of stick out um, to me just a little bit. But um, I'm always uh, hesitant, I guess I should say. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, we were surprised before. I mean, what, what was that last one where they went and they had, you know, he was a part of the, the team of the mercenaries and, you know, the, some familiar faces in it. And it, But it was good. So it, it didn't really take me out of it. So I got faith. Yeah. 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 We'll see how this goes. Yeah, man. Did you hear hear the news about Max von Saidu? Sa- Sa- butchering his name. Max von Saido, Yeah. Saido, Yeah. He um, was. He was away. how old now? Ninety, right? Something like that. Yes. That's craziness. And and yep. lived a lived a life too. Oh yeah, absolutely. But, you know, hats off to him for for everything that he did. Shoot. Yep. I think he was most recently what in uh, Star Wars and uh, Game of Thrones, probably. Yeah. 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 He, so, he yeah. was in the Last Jedi, and uh, yeah. and he was on. Uh, I don't know if it was more than one episode of Game of Thrones. Yeah, he was in a few. He was the um uh the uh what was it the one eye raven the you know the guy in the tree. Oh, that's right. Okay, I was I was honestly racking my brain trying to remember like who was he in Game of Thrones. Yes, and yeah, now he was the one eye Raven. That makes a ton of sense. And he, he gave Bran his powers, yeah. essentially. Oh, that makes way more sense. That's fantastic. Yep, yep, yep. So he was uh, hundreds of years old in that, in that show. Um, but, 
Yep. Lived a, lived a very long, very good life. Yeah. Um, uh, also, but I think uh, film fans, of course, know him. I think a little more for the Seventh Seal, and right. for uh, and for the Exorcist in particular. Yes. But he's. Yes. But I mean, that's the thing. Like he's had just a crazy, crazy career. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he was even in, he was even in games like Skyrim. Yep. So it's pretty neat. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, man. Yeah. Yep. So the Mighty Ducks are are coming back. There's no, there's never a way to segue out of these things. No, uh, no, no, no. They're they're doing a se- they're doing a series as a sequel to the Mighty Ducks. Uh, Emilio Estevez is returning as Coach Bombay. Uh, Lauren Graham is going to be starring in it, and basically the Ducks have become the Hawks. The Ducks are the Ooh. are the big giants. You know, this is the well-known team, and we don't want the new kid to play, and so right. the cycle begins anew. Right. <laughs> yeah. But I'm okay with that. It'll be interesting yeah. to see how that all bounces and balances out. Yeah. Should be interesting. Um, some other Disney Plus news. Instead of a sequel series, we have a prequel series. Um, they are moving ahead with a Gaston and LeFou series. Okay. Josh Gad and Luke Evans are at least hoped to reprise their roles. I think they're. It's one of those things where, like, I don't think they would have announced that if they didn't have a plan already put together. Right now, this is Beauty and the Beast. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So I don't like that's that's gonna be odd. I never, but I never saw it. So. Oh, you should. It's very. Were they good. the bad guys? Yes. But are they really bad though? Like, do they make them like okay towards the end? Gaston is bad. Like he's just see, I forget straight up bad. Lafou, I think, is one of those who's like he found the brightest star to hitch his wagon to, and he's also not that intelligent. So he's gotcha. he's kind of the hapless sidekick. He sort of gotcha. picked the wrong. He he hitched his wagon to the wrong horse, kind of thing. Gotcha. But, but yeah, no, Gaston is a bad guy. Like, there's, he's, there's not a lot of ambiguity there. He doesn't redeem himself? Not if I remember correctly. Okay. I, I, I haven't seen it. Yeah. And I haven't seen the, the original movie in years. Yeah. See, check no. out the live action one. Beauty and the Beast was, was a... If you're going to do a live action version, they did it phenomenally well. Cool. So definitely we're checking out. I'm pretty sure it's on Disney+. Plus. It might not be on Disney+. Plus. Okay. I don't know if it is or not. There's, there's, there's one that is and one that isn't. Like either Cinderella is or Beauty and the Beast is, and I forget which one. You can check it out. Yeah. I can't remember because if you no, I'm pretty sure Beauty and the Beast is on there. But definitely, definitely worth checking out. It's very good. Beauty and the Beast is all. Is. Wait, no, I'm sorry. Play trailer. Due to existing agreements with this title, it'll be available October 1st, 2020. Ah, uh, so it's not on there yet. It must be. I yeah, wonder it's if it's on It's on Netflix. Of course it is. Yeah. Uh, then just flip yeah. over to Netflix and check it out. But definitely yeah. check it out. It's very good. Yeah. Cool. Um, in other animated streaming news, we got a uh, cast list for Masters of the Universe. That's the sequel. Boy, did we. <laughs> Yeah, I'm telling you what, you've got names that are on here, and these are just the the 
arguably like there are really no lesser names on here you have giant stars and then people who are also stars in their own right it's crazy look this you have names like mark hamill lena Headey, chris wood sarah michelle geller Diedrich baker alicia silverstone justin long jason muse jason muse is in this damn show uh yeah kevin michael richardson harley quinn smith kevin conroy what is this show <laughs> man kevin called all of his friends yeah he did <laughs> yeah he was like hey do you want to be a voice in he-man yes do you want to know who you're playing nah just give me a script right i'm just mark hamill is hella torque could not better it's cast perfect it. oh my god it's perfect yes like that had to be the first thing i bet that's how that's how kevin got the job and he was like it, when he, you know, it's just like, hey, so I had an idea for a Masters of the Universe sequel. Oh, yeah, what's your big idea? Mark Hamill is Skeletor. Done. Sold. Sign him up. Give him whatever he wants. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, like, this is going to be great. I yeah. just, I love seeing, like, Diedrich Baker, uh, just Kevin Michael Richardson. I mean, you know, voice, these are, yeah. you know, voiceover people. I love that. Right. I love right. voice actors getting voice actor work. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I mean, Jason Mewes it, in a booth in front of a microphone is is a safer enough bet. Like, I, I, I guess it could be good. Although he directed something. He directed a movie this past year. And see, the thing is, I have faith in Kevin. As much as he's talked about Batman the Animated Series, and he gets what worked in it. Yeah. What was different. What made that animation just completely different from kind of what you see today. Um, or back then, what like set it apart? I actually think a lot of animation today is much better because of series like Batman the Animated Series. Oh, no question. Um, and so for him to kind of to to know that to know how much this means to a lot of people and and to make it interesting and cool, he he knew the right people to get um, yeah. for it. Yeah, no, absolutely. So. Oh yeah. And so there's an odd, there's an odd Batman crossover in this. Yeah. Because Kevin Conroy, of course, right. the animated series. Right. Ke wasn't Kevin Michael Richardson the Joker in the one where, like, he was an animal? I don't know. I think Kev. I'm pretty sure. It I'm pretty sure Kevin Michael Richardson voiced. He was an animal. Yeah. Where he, he was. A, he was a, a a monkey or something. It was like the Batman. Hmm. It was a weird. I never. I never really saw it. But if I'm, I, I genuinely feel like he was, I know there was a version of, yeah, it was the, it was, he was, it was the Batman. And it was, I that really, because was... it was, it was very cartoony. Like, oh, that was a series that had like a lot of the weird, uh, uh, like villains, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like they, they picked some like abstract villains for it. Yeah. Yeah. I never um, saw it, but yeah, I remember that. And that may not, it may not have been the same show. I just remember, I have this image of my head of like an ape-like creature with like, I don't know if it was green fur, but I remember like the hat and a tie. Like, I just, I have this image of that in my head and I really feel like it was this one. Um, yeah, no, I mean, looking at the, him as the Joker and, and the, that Joker character looks very weak. Looks very, uh. He's got like big old green hair. 
Yeah. Yeah. But so this might not be the one I'm thinking of, but this was the one that because uh, he won some he won an award for this, whether it was an Emmy or an Annie. I can't remember. But oh, OK. It's a great because Mark Hamill loves to joke that uh, that he paved the way for Kevin Michael Richardson to win an award for that role. Like he's it's, <laughs> that's, that's what his favorite joke. So you have yeah. you have Batman and Joker from the animated series. You have the Joker from the Batman. You have Diedrich Baker. You have Diedrich Bader who was Batman from a different animated series. You have Alicia Silverstone, who was in, was it Batman and Robin? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there, yeah. there is so much Batman crossover going on here. Right. And then, of course, his Batman on Batman and all the stuff he's done in the DC universe. Yeah. His daughter, Harley Quinn. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 It's just, uh... Uh, it's I it's it's gonna be interesting. If nothing else, it's going to be interesting. Yes. Oh yeah. But the talent in it. That's what's great about that list. No one on that list lacks for talent. And I think Justin Long was Robin in a thing called Robin's Big Date. Oh god, was he really? <laughs> just, don't, just Google anyone's name from this list and Batman and they're connected somehow. And there's a Batman connection. Fair enough. Yeah, Fair. Sam Rockwell, Justin Long, and a thing called Robin's Big Date. Was it <laughs> I have a no idea short, what that is. Was it a Teen Titans bit? Like, was this a... I, I don't even get it. This looks like a short movie or something. Fair enough. It's like back when like The Office was starting and it was like, hey, let's do a short comedy bit online or something. That's what it looks like. It's it's one of those kind of deals. Alright, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Sam Rockwell and Justin Long is pretty big names for it, too. I, right? My fa- yeah. I, I still think one of my favorite shorts was... The one, in terms of DC shorts, was mm-hmm. the one that was all Mark Hamill. Hmm. Oh, you haven't seen this. No, no, no. So, the Joker, who is it? I think it's the Joker and the trickster kidnap Mark Hamill, who is then saved by... Like, it's all roles that Mark Hamill has voiced. Oh, okay. Within and wait, wait, what's it called? Dude. I can't, I can't remember. What should I Google? Uh, I would just Mark Google uh, Mark Hamill DC short. Okay. And it'll come up. DC Animated on Twitter, a kidnapped Mark Hamill uses his voice acting skills to escape from the Joker? Yes, that's the one. Is that it? Okay, is I'll it watch the, that later. Was it Missing the Mark, I think is what it's called. Oh, Missing the Mark, yes. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, I'll check that out later. <laughs> it's it's great, because it's, it's two villains voiced by Mark Hamill kidnap Mark Hamill, who is saved because Mark Hamill impersonates both of them. And then, like That's at the end, and then at the end of it is Swamp Thing, who's also been voiced by Mark Hamill. Like it's, oh, it's it's so weird. And he's like the only person credited on that episode. Oh wow! It's great because it's he's it is it's Mark Hamill as as the Joker, the Trickster, everybody else. Is there a list? Yeah, the Joker, Trickster, Swamp Thing, and obviously as Mark Hamill. He's the only one credited <laughs> in that episode. It's so great. That's great. That's great. <laughs> but it's a fun. Yeah. It's it's. I don't know. It's two minutes, three minutes. Like it's a. Mm-hmm. It is a short, but it's so much fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, kind of in the same vein of like I guess Warner Brothers animation, talking about Mark Hamill and Joker and all that. Uh, did you see the trailer, the um, Red Band trailer for the Mortal Kombat Legends Scorpion's Revenge? I didn't see the Red Band trailer. No, but I heard it was very like. Oh no, this is going to be a Mortal Kombat movie. Right. Right. You're gonna. 
act like a bitch or fight like a man. Like, it's just so ridiculous Fair <laughs> in enough. the trailer. Like, they're cursing and all this other shit. Um, but uh, it's it's violent. The trailer's very violent, <laughs> like Mortal Kombat. I didn't know. T- I, I, we probably talked about this, but Joel McHale is Johnny Cage. That's kind of perfect. <laughs> I have never in my life wanted to see Johnny Cage die as much <laughs> as I do now. That's what I mean. It's kind of a perfect, like, how's his snobby attitude, like, of his characters. It's perfect for Johnny Cage. It's, yeah, um, that's very true. Yeah, uh, Kevin Michael Richardson is bro. Um, uh, Steve Blum, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, is uh, Sub-Zero. Sure. Uh, um, I don't know. So on and so forth. Let's see. Where, I don't see Scorpion. Uh, Patrick Sets is Scorpion. Um, I don't know. It looks interesting. It looks cool. It looks like uh, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I mean, that's all um, you need, really. Like... Yeah, yeah. It's 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 it, it's very much the title, Scorpion's Revenge. It goes into like him wanting revenge on Sub Zero. It's extremely Mortal Kombat, and I mean, for an animated Mortal Kombat movie, it looked like what you're getting. Uh, it it almost looked like kind of the the Harley Quinn TV show. You know how it's like very kind of like R rated, which I want to see, like. Anything I see from the Harley Quinn TV thingy looks hilarious. Yeah, every YouTube ad I've seen, I'm like, you know what? I really should check this out. Oh, yeah. Like, the Kite Man stuff, I guess, like, uh, Poison Ivy's dating the Kite Man in it, and it's just constantly making jokes about... She's, like, constantly brushing it off, like, well, I'm not dating him, I'm not dating him, but, like, she's all about it. <laughs> this looks so funny. Um... But they're like, what is it about him? And then by the end of, like, the clips or whatever, he, like, saves them all, and she's like, oh, Kite Man. Hell yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's just so funny. It's so good. Oh, it's so good. Um, but yeah, I, I, I want to watch more of that. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Masters of the Universe looks great. <sighs> yeah, that's that's going to be a thing. Now, is that that's going to be on Netflix, right? Have yes. you seen uh, Castlevania, the new season? I haven't seen the new season yet, but I've heard it is amazing. Yes, it's good. Good animation on Netflix. Good animation. Cool, cool. Very, very cool indeed. Yep. All right, let's get uh, into some video game news. Yeah, so we've got uh, we've got all the free games that are out. Uh, PS Plus games for this month, Shadow of the Colossus and Sonic Forces. Yep. N- not a terrible duo. Dude, that's, that's not bad at all. Shadow of the Colossus, instant classic. Yes. Go download that. Sonic Forces, I imagine kids are going to love that. Like, that's a fun kid game. I know my, my friend's kid wants to play it, so I'm going to bring my PlayStation over so they can check it out. Um, kind of the perfect month for it, too, with Sonic just coming out. Yep. Um, it's, you know, I, from what I hear, it's not the best Sonic gamer by any means, but it's it's, it's Sonic. It's, yeah, <laughs> so. that's kind of it, where you're like, there have been yeah. better Sonic games, but at least this is not one of the worst ones. Right, right. This isn't a month. It, I feel like the biggest complaint a lot of people give with the PlayStation Plus is, oh, this looks like a an indie free game that you know I, I would have never bought or something like that. Uh, but this, this, these are these are pretty big franchises. Even though maybe the Sonic one isn't as massive, but uh, I, I think it's a pretty good pick. Yeah. Um, we we have a couple back to back months where it's like it's bangers like Bioshock. You know, the, all those games together, like, woo. You know, it's it's some good stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, we got some game with gold for March. Yeah. So they're doing uh, Batman: The Enemy Within, the mm-hmm. complete season. The Enemy Within, of course, was the second season 
of the Telltale Batman game, if I remember right. Yes. Um, and they never got around to making a third season because the studio closed. But yeah, uh, but it's it's available all month. Um, Shantae, mm-hmm. uh, Half Genie Hero, which was a fun little like retro like platformer kind of game, like an old like sixteen bit style kind of game. Yeah, I have this on the Switch. It's pretty good. I yeah. like it. Uh, it's available from March sixteenth through April fifteenth. Yeah, um, if you if you like platformers, get this game. Yep. It's really good. Yeah. Um, yep. The two backwards compatible games. Uh, first up, uh, from March first to fifteenth, is Castlevania: Lords of Shadow Two. Perfect timing. Uh huh. And also perfect timing. Sonic Generations is available the second half of the month, March sixteenth through the thirty first, and one of the best Sonic games in a long time. Generations was a blast. I tell you what, I picked up uh, PlayStation Now this month. Nice. Um, because I because I wanted to play Control. I'm going to play through that probably in the next week or so. Fair enough. Um, Sonic Generations is a part of that. Like, yeah. there's a lot on PlayStation Now that I just haven't realized. There uh, is, but the problem that I still continue to have with PS Now is that so many of those games are not downloadable. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So if you're not if you're not Ethernet plugged in, like I'm sorry, they're streaming over Wi-Fi is crap. And it, yeah, I, I guess I just haven't had an issue because the games I did want to play have all had a download button next to them. Yeah. So uh, hopefully they get better at that. Hopefully more and more they allow you to download. Yeah. I don't know why they wouldn't. I I, I have no idea. But um, but yeah, I, I was able to download Control. I can't wait to jump into it. Uh, yeah. I, you know, so that, I, I that's why I picked it up this month. And it was ten bucks, and I was like, oh, that's better than spending thirty bucks on it. Um, I you know. It, and I have all these other games I can try. But yeah, you're right. I just hope they, in the future they can have some more downloadable stuff. Yeah, and that's that's been the biggest knock against them. Because Game yeah, Pass I is mean, like, hey, yeah, download all of these games. Well, that's been kind of what's been in the, the news recently with like NVIDIA, their, their streaming platform kind of just went under in the last month because most of the major publishers have backed out of it. Uh, Blizzard was like the big first one because um, it broke the the terms of service for most of their games, uh, you know, so the uh, streaming, it, it's going to, it's going to be an interesting couple of years seeing what happens. Uh, we have stadia, which is kind of failing. Um, and now with NVIDIA's platform kind of going under what, I guess what they were doing is they're allowing you to play, uh, games that you have purchased on steam or other services like that. Yeah. Um, for a service that basically they were charging you 10 bucks a month or whatever it was. And you could play the games that you've purchased on those platforms, but none of the publishers were receiving a dime for it. And so they're like, nope, that's not happening. <laughs> so they pulled all of it so that you can't stream from it. And it, it, I don't know, it was kind of a disaster. Um, but anyway, I don't know. It Streaming's going to be interesting moving forward. Um, xCloud apparently is the way to go. Uh, that's like the one example that I hear from everyone is that is good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cause you know, it's, it's not only games that you own, but it's also games that are all a part of the, uh, the, the, the gamer pass yeah. that they have, uh, which is awesome. You're, you know, so anyway, um, what else we got? Oh, call of duty. Yeah. So, uh, the, the battle Royale mode that they've talked about for however long now, 
uh, is officially coming. It's called Warzone, and it's uh, it's going to be free to play and coming tomorrow. So yeah, yeah, it looks wild. Um, I don't know if you looked at any of it. I didn't. No, I didn't get a chance to take a look at it. It's what yeah. like a hundred and twenty. What are the, what's the player cap? Like a hundred and twenty or something? One hundred and fifty to two hundred people. Jeez. The map is so massive that they have multiple classic Call of Duty maps within the map. Wow. So you're running into maps that you've played through most of the Modern Warfare games. So you'll like you'll run into an area and be like, oh shit, I remember this terminal, <laughs> you know, from the airport from that one game. Or I ran into this here. Oh shit, these are the same tunnels that I we were in Modern Warfare two back in the day. Uh, they were able to integrate. The ma- there's, a, there's a million Easter eggs that for the next couple of years, people are going to be mining and finding and and, 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 and looking into it. Um, it looks awesome. It looks next gen, of course. There's vehicles. Um, uh, what's cool about this is it's all free to play, just like Fortnite. Um, you'll be able to jump right in. If you have Modern Warfare 2, or sorry, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, you'll be able to, of course, use your skins and all that stuff that comes along with that you've won over the seasons. Um, so, but if you don't have it, don't worry about it. You can download this game. It's a separate download and you can jump in and play with your friends. I'm sure it will have a season pass or it'll be a part of the season pass with Call of Duty. If you want to pay the 10 bucks or whatever, you know, like any most battle Royale games these days, even destiny has it, um, which I think that's the perfect way to, Hey, you know what you're paying for. And if you level it up, you get all the rewards. Um, uh, but yeah, some interesting things that separate this from it. Is that when you died in some other call, uh, some other battle royale games, that was it. You, you like if you're in a team of three, you just kind of you had to wait to be revived. And if then if you die, die like they, they they kill you for real, then you're out. Where in this, apparently you go into some sort of one v one room. You have other people watching it, and it's one v one, and so you fight to revive. So if you kill the person you're fighting against, you can come back into the world interesting it's something to do with you can toss rocks at them while you're watching while you're it's it's i don't i can't explain it i it, it was like a it was like it's it's so i i'm doing a terrible job explaining it but like you're watching up above this arena thing and you can toss rocks at one of the people to kind of stun them it's called the gulag or something um the gulag is it, well hold on let me see uh I don't know, uh, Warzone, the Gulag, an area which players will watch and then engage in one-on-one death matches to receive a redeployment into the main battlefield. Um, but then it also says Gulag isn't the only way for players to stay in the fight. However, competitors, and this is where I think they might have a problem, competitors use in-match cash that they will have gathered to purchase a self-revive kit, which is rather self-explanatory. It says here that it brings it makes them come back into the game. So if in the game you've played enough to earn these these you know things that you can add uh, to your list of things while you're playing, uh, you can you can uh, use them to revive essentially. So if you go into the match and you have this as one of your items and you get killed, you can pop it and then you come back and you redeploy it into the world. So I don't know how long this is going to make matches, especially with 150 people. Um, it's a battle royale, so it's going to essentially the circle will get smaller and smaller and smaller. So there's only so much time that's actually going to be available to, for you to win. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see. 
you know, Apex. Right now, Fortnite, of course, is the king of all of this. Apex is right there with it, though, fighting for the... It's more of a uh, first-person shooter game than than Fortnite. Uh, uh, and this seems like Call of Duty is the most... You know, this is going to be the most first-person shooter of them all. Yeah. Uh, so, it, and, and I like that also... Uh, you're not sitting there going through menus when you're getting items. There's three level. There's three tiers to armor. You pick it up. That's all you do. You're not sitting there trying to attach this to your weapon or this attachment or that. Like you get better guns and that's it. You run across something, it automatically attaches for you. Okay, interesting. Yes, which is great for console. In PC, it's way easier to kind of go through that stuff and attach it as you will. But on console, it's that's way more difficult to be like, oh, let's pull up the menu, let's attach the suppressor to this, and then remove it. No, no, no. You run across it, it, it either it advances your equipment and weapon, or it drops it and gives you whatever it is. Right. So it's fast. Just th- That's what Call of Duty is. It's super fast-paced. Um, so, hey, it's free to play. So, can't really complain. There's no loot boxes, nothing like that. So... Should be interesting, and this comes out on the 10th. Uh, the same day, of course, Destiny's Pass comes out, so they're all competing, which is great for us. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, that'll be fun. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Yeah, I might try that. We'll see. Yeah, let me know if you do. Yeah. It'll uh, be fun. We had a, a bit of a leak on the uh, European PSN store. Somebody found some artwork for a Star Wars game simply titled Project Maverick. Yes. We have no idea what it's about. There's some X-Wings on it down in a corner. Mm-hmm. And that's really it. My, yeah, my guess it's a it's a it's an X-Wing TIE Fighter game. Uh this 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 goes along with all the news we heard about EA canceling one of their projects, going, that's not gonna work. We need something out within the year. We need something out now because we all know the deal with EA is ending very soon. Um yeah. couple years. Uh, they've only really put out two major games. Uh, I'm sorry, three major games. Uh, two of them were, you know, one of them caused an international controversy. Um, uh, the first one of those were, eh. And the last one actually had some pretty good reviews. Um, and it, it seemed like, hey, maybe this is the right direction we should go in. So um, I think EA is really trying to put out something fast which is what's been leaked that, Hey, they basically canceled one of their other projects to go, no, 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 we need something fast. And this is that thing that's fast. So it is probably a lot easier for them to make a, uh, a very contained, uh, you know, uh, fighter game where you're in a cockpit and you're going, you know, maybe like a, uh, 10 V 10, 20 verse 20, that kind of deal where you're running into an area and you are an X wing, you are a tie fighter, Probably multiplayer, um, probably not a full $60 game, but that's my guess. Yeah, no, for sure. And I'm down. That that sounds cool. As long as it's not tied into to pay for win, tied into loot boxes, hopefully, hopefully EA has learned their lesson. It seems like they have with uh, with the late, late, late the latest game, um, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, just do what these other games are doing. Put a $10 pass. Let people know. You know, I, that's what I loved about the Destiny thing. When I when I looked at the the the, they're like, here's the season. Here's all the stuff you're getting for ten dollars. Also, by the way, Trials is free even if you don't pay for the pass. So I don't know if I said that earlier. Trials is just free content they're putting out there, and that's the major thing that's a part of the season. Um, do stuff like that, consumer friendly, 
know what you're paying for. People will still – if you give them things to check off in a box, they will gladly pay a $10 price for that uh, to, to have yeah. that content. Um, and yeah, so anyway, that's that's Maverick. I, I, I'm totally down for a TIE Fighter or X-Wing game. I, 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 stay, I say Rogue Squadron. I think that's where we're headed for that. Or Rogue Squadron. I mean, but it's not the... I just... Just because, you know, rogue, to, to go rogue and to be a maverick mean the same thing. So <laughs> That's true. Well, I mean, they have the book series. Um, uh, uh, what, Alphabet Squadron? Alphabet Squadron, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, they, I mean, there's definite things that they can tie this into. Um, but we'll see. I, I, I could almost put money on that that will be out this year. Maybe. Oh yeah, I I I, 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 I don't see. see EA skipping another year for Star Wars. They didn't. They had the fallen uh, fallen order, That's which true. which they, bled they over. Really, like I don't think it it didn't come out this year, did it or did it? Fallen order was last year. I thought so, and then it just kind of bled over into this year. So right, EA right. will probably look at that and go, "Oh, that counts," and then cancel another one. <laughs> no, I, I, I think this will be this year. Is it, from what all the reporting or all the rumors out there is that they specifically wanted something out fast and not something that would take four years. That that wasn't in the cards for them. And I think it's because they are so scared that Disney's pulling that contract. Yeah. So they're trying to get stuff out to make money on. I believe uh, fast. Um, and and for, they they don't want a studio to go. Oh, we have an idea that's going to take four, five years to make because then it's gonna, the contract's going to be done with, and they're not going to be able to make any money off of it. Um, but we'll see. I guess uh, EA is just just I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> moving yeah. on. Oh well. So, and yeah. that's why I think it's all on the PSN store. I don't even know if that's a game you'll buy it at the store. I think this will be something that's like a digital download. It's fair. It's fair. Yeah. Enough. And so if they pop out something that's twenty, thirty bucks, that would I'd pay for that gladly. Yeah. If you if if they if we know what it is, I guess ahead of time. It's fair. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we talked about E three. Um. Uh, mm-hmm. We we talked about the High Republic stuff. Yep. Uh. We 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 talked about everything. Did you ever? Did you get around to seeing Sonic? Uh. No, not yet. Oh, you need to. Yes, I know, I know. I, I have to because we talked about it with them changing everything. I gotta go see it. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I hung out with my friend but her kids weren't there, so we're gonna go see it. Definitely, definitely do that because it is so fun. And like I, like I yeah. said, that movie that movie very much hinges on whether or not you're a Jim Carrey fan. If oh, you... I'm a big Jim Carrey fan, and I wanted to see it with them because I wanted I, I went and saw the, the Detective Pikachu with them, and it was cool to not only watch it through my eyes, of course, but to see it through their eyes and to see just how thrilled they get when they see those characters. And I think it just it makes the movie so much better. Yeah. Um, uh, but yes, uh, I, I'm a, I, I think Jim Carrey, when I was a kid, was probably – my favorite, like as a kid, I was like that guy's the funniest guy in the world because of, uh, because of Ace Ventura, The Mask, uh, Liar Liar, blah 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 blah, so on and so forth. Uh, he hasn't really done movies like that for a while. Uh, through my adult years, you know, he he very much took a, I'm gonna do serious movies uh, and drama and stuff like that. Um, uh, so I think it's fun to see him go back to play roles like The Grinch or. 
you know, that, you know, uh, that those roles that just you, a, a kid can easily see someone like him and how animated he is as a person and how much that goes through. I imagine that's what the Sonic movie is like. Yeah. And that's perfect. That's that's what you need for this kind of movie. Without him, I, I don't think that movie would be appealing at all for adults. It's I mean, to, to me, it, to me, it would seem like, um, what was that? The, 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 yeah, Yogi the Bear movie. The, oh, God, I hated the Yogi Bear movie. But you see what I mean? Like, that's what I think the Sonic movie would look like to a lot of adults, where it's like, okay, it's an animated movie of a franchise that we knew as kids, but there's nothing else exciting about But you add Jim Carrey, and you, say, <laughs> you crank it up a notch where he's like the Grinch or like Ace Ventura. That's okay. I'm in. 90s Jim Carrey. That's fair. <laughs> you know, a Jim Carrey that's very, it seems like he's very self-aware of himself now. Um, I'm all for that. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. And this is, this is definitely a, uh, this, this is, it's, it's like I said, like Jim Carrey is just having fun in his life. Yeah, that's what you want. So. That's absolutely what you want. I would rather Jim Carrey do these kind of movies than try to be that ridiculous guy for an older audience it wouldn't make sense right if that may if that, if that you know what i mean like it wouldn't make sense uh it makes sense that it's for a it's it's a younger audience with sonic and it's i think it's something that everyone can enjoy so Agreed. i don't know I'm, I'm i'm pumped to see it yeah it's it's fun it's really fun they do the only thing that i don't like about it is the scenes they they quicksilver him there's there's a couple of scenes where it's very much like oh he's moving so fast everything else in the room stops. Oh, I've yeah no yeah. well of course they did that and it's it's you, just you don't a, think it you don't think it works. It's I mean it's fine I didn't hate it but I know like I that I can see that being a criticism that that some people would have like kids aren't gonna care like they're gonna look That's at this. What I mean and, like that yeah. those were those were those were some of the best moments from the last few X Men movies. I felt like they did it. I felt like they did it the first time, and it was like, this is really cool, and then they kept doing it, and it's like, okay, we get it. This is his thing. Um, they, I was totally expecting Sonic to do that, though. Yeah, it's it's fun, because when they set it up the first time, it's very much for comedy. Okay. The second time is still some comedy, but it's a little more serious, and then they kind of flip that on its head a little. So it's not okay. it's not overdone within the same movie. There's a point to each one. Okay. Now, see, I think that's kind of, I think that's a great idea if, like, the first time you do it, it's all a goof, and then maybe sometime down the road in the movie, it's like, I have no time to play around right here, like, this is serious, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's a little bit, it's not quite like that, because he's gotcha. still Sonic, but it's, right. when you see it, you understand, like, oh, that's why. <laughs> right, right, right. You said he like he makes Fast and Furious jokes and stuff like that. I think that's kind of cool. Like I, that's that's perfect for a kids movie or yeah. you know, in two thousand and twenty. Like that's what you want. You want it to be relevant. You want it to have fun. Uh, you want it to be self aware. I, I if, like that. I, if, I like all of that. Everything I see from it, I'm like, that's gonna yeah. be funny. And if if you if you if you it, it, depending on how hungry you are, either eat beforehand or you're gonna want to go to Olive Garden after. Oh, it's a lot of Olive Garden stuff. Yeah, it's, it's just trust me on this one. <laughs> okay, see, I was. Why did they not team up with Sonic the fast food restaurant? It would be such a funny joke in the sh in the movie because they have chili dogs there. It would have been perfect. Yeah, but I guess Olive Garden is his is his new thing. <laughs> That's funny. 
It's, yeah. But it, it's enjoyable. You when you you will have fun watching. I guarantee. Yeah. That. Yeah, we definitely plan on going. Might actually go this weekend. She didn't have last weekend, so we'll see. But I definitely want to see it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did but, watch something. I just can't think of it. Well, I don't know. But yeah, go go see Sonic. Go see Onward. Like they're they're both really really good. Yeah. We'll do. We'll do. Well, I think that about wraps it up. Uh. Uh, we'll, we'll, we should be back next week. I don't think anything's happening in the next uh, week or two that would would prevent us. Um, oh, how was your trip? Forgot to ask. It's good. It was good. I had a good time. Had a good, yeah. Oh, did the time. did the driver did? Because I I saw in the news like he got a terrible car accident. Is everything some, okay with him? Yeah, he was. They they rushed him to Halifax Medical, which is like a block from the Speedway. Right. Uh, right. They updated like. A couple hours after he was he was critical but non life threatening, and Good. then like the next day he was he was awake he was he was talking, and then the following day so two days after this accident they released a picture of him walking out of the hospital. Perfect. There and you he's go. there. There's no like official update of like here's what all happened. It's just right. he's he's ambulatory. He's in good spirits. There's mm-hmm. nothing broken. You know the wow. the the kind of consensus is it was there was almost certainly a concussion, um, yeah. but aside from that, there really doesn't seem to be like I mean, there's no black eye. There's not there's no cast on anything. Nothing. So okay. Whatever, well, good. Whatever happened was all internal, and it wasn't enough to like he's he's not back in a car, and there's been no update on on if he will be, but. Uh, but gotcha. they had, they had like, like Newman is, he's at the, he was at the track this weekend, just being back around people. So cool. it's, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's a matter of time before he's back in a car again, if he, if he so chooses to be and is medically cleared. Gotcha. But okay. Yeah, it was, because cool. it didn't happen too far down, because our seats are just at the exit of turn four, and it okay. happened down towards the start finish line, and it's. Seeing something like that on TV is one thing, but it just it happens so much faster in real life. It seems like when you're actually there, right. and it's and it was terrifying. And the the crowd was very much like we're we're happy that Hamlin won, but we're not really paying attention to that right now. Right, right. And uh, but the you know the track crew and the the emergency crews that they have, the the procedures that they have in place for safety when it comes to getting crews out there, getting medical personnel out there. They have three trauma doctors as part of the safety team for every race. Like they don't screw around when it comes to safety. Yeah. Any, any other criticism anybody wants to level at NASCAR, they, there is not, there's nothing they take more seriously. Yeah. They don't kid around. Um, Right. And they had a hell of a response time, and they did everything in the in the most urgent, medically professional, necessary manner possible to get him out of that car and get him transported. Uh, and he's he, I they there's no like prognosis or anything. Nobody's put out a statement like, and he's expected back in such and such time. But he's he's up. He's about. He looks like he's in great spirits. So I mean, it's that's good. 
Is it is it something I don't know anything about racing? Is it is it something about Daytona that's more dangerous? Yes, it's okay. It's it's the to 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 go for a, a very short, very brutish explanation of it. Cars at that speed, especially on those kind of tracks, um, they don't stick to the ground that well. Okay. So that's why that's why getting you know if you're gonna wreck somebody on the interstate, you have to plow into them. You know, if you want to spin right. somebody out on the interstate, you've got to hit them pretty good in in a very small number of places. Right. Now, triple that speed, if you just tap somebody, the odds are that car is going to get away from them. Right. And at a certain point, the air getting uh, the air is going to get underneath a car, and it's just going to lift it. That's, right. I mean, that's just fit. You can't beat you know the the laws of physics are absolute you know is there anything they could do to the track to make it safer or is it just that track it's 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 the way that track is uh talladega is also like that it's a big wide okay. super speedway uh it's it's really just because of how fast they're going gotcha. it's, it boils down to the speed you don't see a lot of you know this kind of end over end you don't see a lot of cars get air at a place like Bristol, for instance. Okay. Because they're not running that fast. It's a simple it's 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 the simple physics of something going that fast. If it gets gotcha. that kind of air under it, it's going to take off. They're traveling the speed they carry around places like Daytona and Talladega is faster than when a plane takes off. Wow. Yeah. Planes That's take crazy. off at like a hundred and change, and these guys are doing, you know, two oh five. Wow. Yeah. Like, like one, you know, they'll stick to the ground for the way that they're engineered. But when you get into a wreck, you know, then suddenly you're not going the direction it's supposed to be going in and air behaves differently that way. So it's, you know, you just grab onto something and pray at that point. Yeah. But, you know, it's... It's it's just unfortunate. It's it's part of it. It's a thing that that can happen, and they they have made the cars safer than they've ever been, and they're going to keep doing that. Like safety is the the phrase that you keep hearing, especially when it comes to motorsports, is safety is a moving target. You're never they're, they're never going to look at this and go, okay, we're done. These cars are safe. They're they're always working on how do they make them safer, and I guarantee you. That as soon as they got him out of the car, the first thing they did was was have that car shipped up to the. Uh, the they've got a uh, an R, a safety R and D lab in Charlotte up here, in Charlotte okay. Mooresville area, and I guarantee you that thing was up there before the following morning, and there were people taking it apart and going back over. Okay, we're gonna look over how the accident happened. We're gonna look at the parts of the car. Like they've, I guarantee you, they have have. Analyze that thing to degrees which are are practically unimaginable. So there, there is, they, you know, they will continue to make improvements, and it's one of those things where you just you say, okay, this is going to make it safer. How do you know? Right. Well, because we, you know, you can run all the simulations you want, you can crunch all the numbers you want. But until something like the, the, these are the kind of problems that you don't know you have to fix until you until they happen, and then you have right. to fix them. Okay. But I guarantee you, this kind of accident ten, fifteen years ago is a much different story. 
gotcha. is, is a very much different and and more than likely a very tragic story. Right. No question. Well, I'm glad I'm glad he uh, he's able to walk out of the hospital and everything. Um, yeah. Before we go real fast, how was uh, the elimination chamber? Uh, it sucked. Moving on. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'll t- I'll tell you what. It had a couple of good matches. Um, Drew Gulak versus Daniel Bryan was a good match. Okay. Um, Umberto Carrillo and uh, Andrade was a fantastic match. That is a quartet, by the way. Andrade, Carrillo, uh, Angel Garza, and Rey Mysterio. Those four have just put on just just banger after banger every time they're in the ring. It's fantastic. Cool. And that's that's been just tremendous. Uh, those were great. The tag team elimination match was okay. Uh, it had its spots. It had its moments. Um, it wasn't terrible. Um, the Intercontinental title match sucked. Because uh, Sami Zayn did one thing and won the title. Uh, sorry, ah, Braun. Sammy Zayn won. Yeah, Zayn won it. Good for him. The guy who hasn't had a match in I can't even tell you how long. Hey, I love I love Braun Strowman. I do. Um, but I think Zayn is I think I think Sammy Zayn's good. I think he's been mishandled. I I agree wholeheartedly. And I think and here's the thing though. I definitely think he he is the right kind of heel to hold a title because you're gonna have to go through some combination of Cesaro and Nakamura to finally get to him. And it's right. it's gonna make for a decent story if they do it right. Yeah. Um And then I wonder if Kevin Owens will now try and get it. No, because he's feuding with Seth Rollins still. Yeah, I know, but where's that gonna go? Uh, WrestleMania and beyond. You think? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, I guarantee you. They're setting up Owens Rollins at Mania. So. Gotcha. Uh, because he keeps costing him the tag team titles. Yeah. Um. The women's elimination chamber match was predictable, and as such, it shouldn't have gone on last. It was Gosh. it was fun and mildly competitive, and then Shayna Baszler came in and did exactly what she needed to, which was just destroy absolutely everybody. But that was how they ended the show. She uh, came out. That's and, how they ended it. Yes, she came out and just beat up and choked out everybody, and I really think her competition time was less. Than it was because there were still when she came out, there was still Liv Morgan hadn't come out yet and Oscar hadn't come out yet. Mm. So Baszler comes out, clears the ring, and then they wait the full time until they open Liv Morgan's pod. She cleans house with Liv Morgan, and then they wait the full time for Oscar to come out, and then she cleans house with Oscar. Oh, wow. The time she spent waiting for Morgan and Oscar to come out of the pods, I think, was less time than her actual competition time. <laughs> Oh, wow. It was a disjointed kind of mess of a match. Yeah. It did what was necessary, because Baszler's going to walk into Mania and just rip the title from Be- from Becky. And right. that's what needs to happen. But it was just a crap way to end a show. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what else they would have done, because both of the main champs are part-timers. So, I don't know what to tell you, but... Yeah. Uh, just I don't know. And they continued to set up uh, AJ versus Taker at WrestleMania. I don't want that just because I don't like uh, like Undertaker is done. I'm sorry. I love him to death, but this is not going to go well. Yeah. But, you know, it, it is what it is. So. Cool. It was it was not. It had some cool moments. You know, check out uh, Gulak and Brian. 
and okay. uh, and Carrillo versus Andrade because those were tremendous matches, and even the the Raw Tag Team Titles match. The... Now, I got a question. Shoot. Do you do you think that the coronavirus is going to affect at all WrestleMania? Yeah. No, because the only two cases that were in Florida were in the exact town. This is going to be. We're in Tampa. Uh, no, because Vince McMahon loves money and doesn't care if you're part of a government that allegedly assassinates journalists. So I don't think the coronavirus right. is going to scare it. Yeah, no, I was just, I was just curious. I, I don't think so. Um, but you know, I'm just wondering knows. if that affects attendance. Um, if people don't show or sell their tickets. That's that's a, that's a, a a possibility. Sure, I think yeah. the event goes on. I don't think they cancel it like hell. Yeah. But you know, I and I don't know. I think I think there's people. There, there's plenty of people enough. They'll still pack that place out. Right. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna be bad. Right. Well, that's cool. But I don't when's know. What's that again? It's, what's that next month? April. It, yeah, a month. It's in a month. It's April seventh, I think. It should be fun. Yeah. Uh, that'd be fun to watch. Yeah. I need to request off for that day. There you go. Because it takes all day. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a whole day. It's all day event. Yeah. I'm going to probably hang out with my buddy Rocco. There you go. And uh, and just <laughs> be baffled by it. <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm telling you what, man, this, like, the card is going to be so weird because it's, it's weird. It's, it's going to be like Strowman Zane. You know, we know about Roman and Goldberg. We know about Brock oh, and uh, the saving grace is Brock and McIntyre, because yeah. that's that's going to be your main event, and McIntyre is going to win, and it's going to send everybody home on a high note. And it's yeah. going to be great, uh, and then he's going to be mishandled, and he'll lose the title by Survivor Series. Yes, but probably back to Brock if we're honest. Right. Um, Goldberg Reigns is going to be one that nobody's going to care about at all because Reigns is going to win and everybody's going to go, oh, okay, this again. Right. Um, Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair for the NXT women's title should be one hell of a fight. Mm -hmm. um, I hope Ripley wins it to kind of reestablish the idea that NXT is better. And I think it would help propel Charlotte into just being a little more like crazy and obsessed. I think that yeah. would be a great thing. I'm afraid Charlotte's going to win it because they want a mainstream star on NXT to compete with AEW some more. Right. Um, and then who knows what the hell else is going to happen. We're gonna I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate it if she wins it, but then loses it within like a month or so. I, I just just because I think the feud that they want to set up for down the road is is Flair and uh, Bianca Belair. Yeah, because they've really been building her up. Um, right. But I'm excited about the the takeover the night before because we're gonna get yeah. Adam Cole versus Velveteen Dream, see, and I'm stoked for that. See, that's the thing. I feel like I'm I, I'm, I'm so like too. I have mixed feelings about it as well because. It's like I think NXT is way better than Raw and Raw, that Raw and SmackDown have been. Yeah. And so I think I think you immediately think like she's gonna come in, take it over. They need a big star. But if anything, like NXT is a thing to be watching. Um, and if it gets any more eyes on it, good. Uh, but as long as they give it to, I think as long as someone from NXT takes it, I, I just don't want to, like a Brock situation where she holds on to it forever. Uh, but yeah, I. Uh, I that's definitely the show to watch. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
And we have uh, what AEW has a show coming. They're they're doing their own version of War Games, right? Yeah, calling it Blood and Guts because Blood. War Games is trademarked. Yeah, um, yeah. But it'll be that'll be interesting. Uh, Revolution was a good show. Like that whole that whole card was really good. Um, props to Moxley. Like it's about time he was a world champ. So yeah, uh, yeah. I'm I'm ex- I'm 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 always excited to see what AEW does. I oh, yeah. I almost kind of hope though that Matt Hardy doesn't become the head of the Dark Order. I I f- yeah. I feel like just because everybody's talked about it for months, I feel like it should be somebody else. That would be it'd be interesting. Just and not Christopher Daniels either, because that was the other rumor. I want it to be somebody like nobody's really thinking about. Um, like say Luke Harper might be an interesting choice. That would be interesting. And I think he could do it. You know, he's had a little bit of experience storyline-wise with, like, crazy, you know, like, cults. So See, I think they're doing factions right on AEW. Where NXT has them too, but I feel like SmackDown and Raw have none of them. No, and the ones ones on NXT... Well, the one on NXT... Well, no, okay, because you really just have two with NXT. You have Imperium on NXT UK and Undisputed Era in NXT basically. Right, and they're they're massive on there, but I feel like there's nothing like NWO. There's nothing like Bullet Club. They they don't have any of these big uh where AEW I feel is doing that with the inner circle, the elite, yeah. um Dark Order. Uh I I feel the WWE've been missing this on the main roster for a while now. Get, bring in a dominant group. I feel like they've been teasing that with uh uh, with whatever they're doing with the AOP and Buddy and Seth, like that could be something, but I feel like that's gonna fall apart within a month. Well, because they keep they keep like jo- like Seth Rollins keep or uh, Kevin Owens keeps showing up and stunning Seth, and it just makes him look weak. Right. You know, he cost him the tag titles, and what was his revenge? Well, he hasn't gotten it yet. Yeah. So and unless I, Kevin Owens is hilarious, like he poured popcorn on Buddy Murphy, like uh-huh. that stuff. He's Gold. I looked at I looked at Kevin Owens and hated him because I was like, somebody's got to clean that up. You once you just no. <laughs> I had just of come course. home, man. Our theater, one of the theaters <laughs> we show onward in, had just the entire aisle, like up to the seats, was just covered in popcorn. I will send you the picture. So when I saw him pour that out, I was like, I hate Kevin Owens. I hope <laughs> Seth Rollins stomps him through the canvas. That's funny. Oh, That's... It, it was just such a visceral reaction of just like ah. Just nonchalantly just tosses it on him. I'm like, this is great. This is the, the, he does things that remind me of The Rock and the Stone Cold era. And, like, he's doing those things. I think he's probably, for the top guys, he's the smartest. He's the guy that should be on top right now. If they, if uh, they would give Kevin and Seth carte blanche, almost, to do whatever they want. Because Seth has his own... Seth has his faction, which is great, and we have to call it a faction because we don't have a name for it. But but that's the but other the Kevin thing. Owens is close as I think we're gonna get to like. I mean, I know Becky's doing the whole Stone Cold thing, but honestly, Kevin Owens is the everyday man. Agreed. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Uh, I, know, I know Becky Owens is doing the man thing, but Kevin Owens to me is the guy who watched um, uh, Ring of Honor before anybody knew what it was. You know what I mean? He was like, in I, Ring of Honor. Obviously, he was in Ring of Honor, but you know what I'm saying? Like, he looks... I, I, I know he was in Ring yeah. of Honor and all that. I'm just saying, like, he, to me, when you look at him, you think of your friends who watched Ring of Honor before you even knew what that was. You yeah. know what I mean? Fair. Like, he, he's like a wrestling fan that, that goes to NXT, NXT every weekend. 
Um, he is the everyday man, where in the 90s, the everyday man was Stone Cold Steve Austin, the everyday blue collar truck driver, whatever, whatever their idea of the everyday man was. And I think now, as a wrestling fan, Kevin Owens looks like the everyday wrestling fan. Yeah. Uh, he looks like a mark. You know what I mean? Like he looks like the guy who just just an everyday dude, but could also kick some ass, given some momentum. Yeah. Um, and I love that. They could totally kick him and he has the stun. Obviously, someone in creative or whoever was like, we could totally do this. But I feel like they never fully commit because he had he had the universal champion gave it to Goldberg. Yep. I feel like it just they never fully commit with him. And I think. He could do that because he does these little subtle things that I don't know if it's something they came up with ahead of time. Like, hey, I'm going to pour popcorn on you like this. But that was just such a brilliant, just nonchalant thing to do. Uh, obviously, you hate it. <laughs> but like to someone like me, I'm like, that's fucking gold. I, no, and I, I completely agree. Like, I absolutely yeah. agree. With you. Like, And those are the things I don't think it was talked about ahead of time because I feel like yeah. that's just one of those. It's just Kevin Owens being that version of Kevin Owens. It's like, oh yeah, that's just what he would do. Yes. And, that's... and I, th- I think another person, Braun Strowman, I think they milk a lot of his stuff. But when he says things like, come get these hands, now that's been milked to death, but there's like, there's moments of this brilliance that they do that's so, doesn't seem scripted. Yeah. Uh, and, and I feel like they just, they capitalize in the wrong way. Like I feel with Braun, they've just overused his things now where the catchphrases are not as fun to say or anything like that, but they don't, they don't give him anything because we have Brock holding a title. We have, or rain Roman holding a title or Bill Gold, Goldberg comes in, man. I just, I feel like we're in 10 years. It's going to be the same shit. Yeah. It, it's, you know, instead of like letting that title kind of move around a little bit, give it like, we used to think of these people as the young people and they're not, no, they're not anymore. <laughs> like the, the documentary out, that they've got out now is about them when they were young. And that's the thing of like, these guys are not for, for guys like Roman and Seth and, and KO. Like these are supposed to be like, these are the guys. This is where the company is. It doesn't feel like it. No, when triple, when triple H was the company, you felt it. When the rock and stone cold were the company, you Mm -hmm. felt it. Yeah, I don't know. I get that, like, Roman is the one they want to put up there. Seth is the one they want to put up there. They don't feel like the company. And the reason they don't is because there are no damn titles involved. I'm sorry, but the WWE and the Universal Championship have to actually mean something. And putting it on Brock, who's never there to defend it, does defeat the purpose. I don't care if the whole, like, whoa, but if you beat Brock, it's a monumental achievement and it's something. I don't care. Adult. Yeah, I, I, I that that time period where I mean I felt like they were going in a different direction when they gave it to to Finn Balor. I was like, fuck yes, here we go. The, you know, the, Finn Balor, superstar over in Japan, killed it on NXT. We're finally going in a good direction. Of course, he gets injured. Yeah, but then Kevin Owens gets, and I remember that night specifically, and that was one of the best Raws I saw in years. When Kevin Owens gets it, and he's in, he's shocked. Yeah, and it was one of those moments where like. All hell is breaking loose at the very end of the show. And him, out of all the people in the ring I would have not expect to win, he gets it. And it's like, fuck yes, a new direction. And then Goldberg comes and then it just it all goes downhill. <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought they were just going in such a better direction. And now it's just. Oh. 
Hopefully yep. that will change. Oh, let's let's hope. Yep. All right. Well, we gotta go. We'll be back next week. Um, we don't. I don't think anything's coming up. So should be back. Um, uh, again. Um, uh, make sure you go to YouTube We Geek Podcast. Go to Spotify We uh, We Geek Podcast. Twitter at We Geek Podcast at the logo and at Adam Step. Um. Uh, man uh email uh, us at wegeekpodcast at gmail.com and i think that's it captain captain